out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yeah, hard to say Yeah, overload uh, What they want is they won't leave me alone Yo, 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 yo What's good? What's happening? We back Brand new episode of Black Talk of the Culture It's your boy Chris J Back, got the whole squad on here We got young What up? Trail Sav Yo and DC here. What's up? Alright, we all here. Before we start this episode, a couple of pluggers. Make sure you shop you tweaking media merch on Teespring. We greatly appreciate that. Shout out to those that bought some merch. Face mask. We got face masks. We got hoodies. We got t-shirts. So we got it all. Long sleeve and short sleeve. Copy some merch. Ain't no excuse no more. Also, stream our homie Chaz Vibe, co-host of Timeless Vibes. He dropped a new EP, Sacrifices. Make sure you check that out. Available on all streaming services. Same way how this podcast is available on all streaming services. YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, whatever, Amazon. Find it, stream it. We greatly appreciate it. But let's go ahead and get into this episode. We got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, as we start every episode, we've been reading, watching, and playing. Uh, playing, for me, 2K. Spider-Man, uh, and I did watch my friend. She was streaming uh, Little Nightmares too. That's it's a pretty neat looking game. If you're into little thriller, scary type games, I'm not gonna play that demonic shit. <laughs> and it is demonic as shit. That's if that's your niche, go ahead and do that. Uh, so yeah, so check that out for what I've been reading. Uh, we're gonna talk about My Hero later, Dragon Ball Super later, Boruto later. Uh, Outside of those main three, uh, I caught up on Sakamoto Days, which is like a it's still it's a recent it's a recent manga that started on Shonen Jump. Uh, it's about a former world's greatest assassin, and he became a family man, and he's still out here. People testing this gangster, he got to go back to his old ways. Pretty neat, pretty funny. I enjoying it so far. Uh, so yeah, that's it for me in terms of playing. Then for watching. Pretty much, we're all going to talk about it later. So, nothing for me to really... Did I go outside? I'm still uh, binge-watching Coracle, no basket. Still enjoying it. Uh, I met when uh, tall folks come back. What's his name? Shit. That center. Oh, the, the, oh, the dude center. with the bad knees. I yeah. can't think of his name right now. He, he joined like the back pink, to the The team. purple hair, right? Pink purple hair. No, no, no. Not, uh, not uh, the Generations dude. The dude on... Uh, Sinin. Oh, their their center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their yeah, center. Okay. When he came back, uh, I really mad I forgot his name, but yeah, he he's back in there in the qualifying rounds for the uh, Winter Cup. So I'm at the last game where they got to play against some dirty, filthy niggas. So, uh, which I enjoyed that game because that game pissed me off, but it was a really enjoyable game. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I've been on lately. So y'all, well, hold on, next. hold on, Chris. What? You, you saving it for later, or you go give uh, that show bars? What bar? What show? You know what show I'm talking about? The 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 show, the only show that you watch th- that we don't. 
Promise. Never. Oh <laughs> man, see. Oh man, thank you, thank you. Cause I I, I purposely burn. forgot. I literally did forget. I'm sitting. I'm like, fuck. But yeah, man. So, uh, promise Netherland, G. So they fucked everything up, bro. Now, as the only one amongst us who finished and endured the whole manga, there was still certain shit I wanted to see. Goldie Pine was gonna be fire. I wanted to see uh, my boy Lucas, who was like a big brother to the kids, and help who helped them train, pull up to the scene and help them through their journey and shit like that all of that erased just so they could bring norman back by the way who they forgot in the manga when he came back with his homies that he had a growth spurt and was also experimented on wait so he's still short yes damn <laughs> yes he's still short wait, wait. did they even show the episode with um that big, you know, swole, no. mentally challenged dude? No, because that was Goldie Pond. And Goldie Pond also introduced more kids for their journey. So everything is going into this is fucked up. I'm sorry okay. to cuss. Fuck the kids, bro. Because we love dudes saying fuck the kids on Black Azacos. It's not the kids. It's the antagonist. Goldie Pond. And I, I was going to get into that. And I was getting to that. I was getting to that, G. Everything's Yo, going to that. Everything's going to get into that. So, that's just on the the protagonist side of things. Now, let's look at the antagonist of the story, which is the demons, pretty much. They totally ignored... One thing that Goldie Pond really introduced was world building and lore around the, the world that they're in. Like, we, what we already basically know is the demons eat humans that's all we know but we don't know the, the direct reasons why we don't understand the class system in the demon world they didn't inter they didn't introduce the greatest nigga in the show Louis or Louis depending on the translation yeah, that you Louis. read so he's not introduced who's also based on the end of the manga the most probably an essential player of the goddamn uh series because he played a role it, they didn't even choose the Demon Queen. That's ass, bro. They didn't introduce there's they didn't introduce the royalty system who plays a role in making sure that they try to get these kids by any means necessary because they these Gracefield kids it's a one product. Is that Za amongst the demon world? So it's like, hey, we they they trying to get the Za back. The Za's on the loose and they can't get their Za. So the demons is mad as hell. Hey, did Emma, did Emma even t tap into the Avatar state yet? Was she, you know, in the astral plane with all the mother, you know? Oh, oh, and the way, and then also all of that plays a role because it's like it introduces the fact that there's a way, the alternate way to literally prevent everything from like Norman killing the demons. The more promise and shit. Has the she found out about them? Another thing I was going to ask. Also, Imagine I didn't watch, but I know from the manga. Yeah. Um. Did, did, did they do the chase yet? So when they get taken out of the bunker and they getting chased by that one human agent from the demons, did they do that? You mean the first time? You know the nigga with the glasses that they blew up and then he was like half fucked up. That no. was after Goldie Pond finished. That was no. after Goldie Pond. Yeah. No. 
Oh, so because they definitely skipped that because we seen skipped a lot. What's his face? Yeah. Yeah, because like that's when it introduced like the the two big brother figures that they had who was just lurking around. So like yeah, all of that plays a role in I feel like in Emma's character development, Ray's character development, even like the uh two other teenager kids, I can't think of their names right now. Don and um I forgot. Don and Gracie. I'm gonna just call her Gracie right now because I don't remember her yeah. name. But she looks like a Gracie. But it fucks up all a lot of character development with them. Everything's fucked. So in this episode, let's just focus strictly on this episode right now. So episode pretty much says so Norman pops up with his homies and all they say, hey, we just saved y'all who out the damn. So okay, that picture DC, I think you put on Twitter. Uh not mean that you don't put it on Twitter, that you pulled from Twitter and put yeah. it in the group chat and I was like So that was just that scene. Like they do got the original character designs. Okay. Even though they didn't show the Zotsi nigga after that scene. They still, okay. <laughs> they still don't got that original character design. I know in that episode in which they was impostering as demons, but if you still go shot for shot with the fucking manga, yeah, I you know. still have to say it's, it's still close. Big head dude look more like a fucking dick than the character, bro. <laughs> so, I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like closer to the original character design. That's Daytro's right. It's not as close, but it's closer. Like it's like it's a C. It went from an F to a C, so which ain't that much better. C minus. So Norman pretty much says, okay, they they should bring Norman back to the hideout. And the kids like, oh yeah, it's Norman. We have to bend. Like they asking like, what's going on? Norman says, yeah, I was at this other lab. I was at another facility where out where they they do tests and all of that on uh children and stuff like that. And he. And him and the crew, and pretty much him and his crew destroyed the lab. So, for one, <laughs> it's only five of them, which is Norman, Vincent, the other nigg, the two other niggas, and that girl. So it's like, gee, but Norman had more niggas on his side. He it had was, a whole like he he had a whole an army. army of kids. Yes, he had a whole army of experimented super kids, because that's the purpose of that lab. And then they took out the fact that Norman was also tested on. That's why. So I guess they were like, we don't want to make Norman bigger. You know, it's going to look weird. But gee, it would have more impact on the story and even on Norman's character on, on why his motivations of like, we're going to kill all the demons if he was actually experimented on. They just said he was just studied, which was stupid because one of the biggest things that everybody noticed when. Norman first came back on the manga was, yo, is this nigga like, look like a grown adult? <laughs> so, like he got this white suit on and he look like a grown ass adult. That pissed people off, that he was the same size. I was like, gee, why he, he like, gee, what the fuck? So, then they pretty much this really shows that they're kind of fast forwarding the whole final arc of the manga, which is really bad because even though I said the manga was dragging. They did not care at all <laughs> because so they mentioned Norman's motivations and stuff like that. And then the uh Emma Ray was like, oh, Okay, we gotta f learn about Norman's new homies because like these people are weird. So they introduce themselves, they have a talk, and they realize, Yo, these niggas are crazy. Then that leads to Emma saying, I don't want to kill, I want to save all the demons, which is which is close to the manga. But people was confused on like, Why the hell is she like this? <laughs> Even though that's Emma's core character, but it's just like, 
what the hell. Because once again, Goldie Pond and the arc in between this was very essential to both characters. So it's like, yo, what the hell? So she has to talk with Ray saying, I don't know, I'm going to figure something out. But at the same time, there is no lore about the of the promise itself, which was introduced in previous previously arcs. Everything's fucked up. <laughs> Everything, it's wrong. I'm. I want to drop it so bad, but I'm like, I just want to see how they're gonna mess it up. I want to, like it, like I really thought about it yesterday when I watched the episode. I was like. I really want to drop this shit now, but I'm not because I want to see how badly that they're going to mess this up. So that way I could sit there and message. Cl I already tweeted Cloverworks like y'all fucked up, but I really want to see how badly they fucked this up. Sorry for cussing. Like, like they try, I'm trying to get better, but it, it this is, it, it's really pissed me off. It really pissed me the hell off. So Cloverworks, I'm on y'all ass, G. Y'all are under surveillance, G. Y'all are under surveillance, G. And I'm pretty much the most chill nigga on the pod. I don't really try to be on monks' asses like that. But Cold Works, I'm on y'all ass, G. I swear to God. I swear to God. But yeah, so that's it for me. All right, cool. So we're trying to speed through this episode, so that's the fourth wall breaking. So I ain't gonna go into depth of what I've really been doing. Um, reading, come on, it's me. Um, watching, I watched uh, the Jusu Kaisen episode, episode 19. For that bracket that we're gonna make, y'all. About the <laughs> we're best gonna make an episode 19 bracket. Be on the lookout, G. Um, Spoiler alert Demon Slayer wins. <laughs> keep it buck. <laughs> but, um, now also for uh no I ain't got nothing else I don't think I watched anything else oh Wild Division I'll talk about that later um nothing else uh then uh for playing I played I played a lot so as I do I always go to my, my my PlayStation screen and go from least to play so the Ultimate Fusion is back Ever since we found out that the PS5 is a different entity than a PS4. So, niggas, get y'all bread up and get one. Um, I'll be, me and Cam fused together. So, I was able to play Spider-Man, Miles Morales, keep a buck. Probably got 20 minutes into this game. It's oh, so not that that I, fourth way done. don't feel like playing Spider-Man. Um, Lego Marvel finally beat it. I was like, dang, I beat this game. Let's go here to Platinum. Turns out, after I beat the game and did a couple of missions where I did like all the missions in between it, I am 48.3% of that game. So, hell. Uh, <laughs> no Man's Sky had a campaign update. So, every update I do, if y'all don't know the history of the podcast, I always check up on No Man's Sky to see how busting it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's a smidgen busting. I ain't even gonna count. It's a, it's a smidgen busting. Is it a, I caught No Man's Sky because it's busting out? No, but it is a a a I think No Man's Sky is free though, right? What'd you say? Wasn't No Man's Sky free for like one of the PlayStation Plus things? So. Probably, yeah. It is a kudos to um to um I won't even say hello games. What the fuck is that nigga name? Everybody know his name but me and I'm the only one who played this game. No, we don't no we don't honor that. No, it's Hello Games, it's developers, not Sean Murphy. It's the developers. <laughs> <laughs> not that nigga, bro. That nigga's a fine side of shit. <laughs> They have created a extremely massive freaking game that is just continuously to expand. 
every time I get on here, it's a different game, and that is amazing. Um, something that CD Project Red can look at, and not necessarily it will be the same exact track record, but I'm saying don't give up on something that's getting shitted on. You know, don't be like Anthem, spoiler alert. Like, don't give up on your, you know, you, you can have a success story. It ain't all about the, the the money, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes love in a video game goes a long fucking way. And to talk about fans, you go on a Reddit, you go on whatever post these No Man's Sky niggas talk on, bro, these niggas ain't toxic with each other. These niggas giving out portal guns to go to different universes. They trading eggs like it's fucking Pokemon with their goddamn uh, companions and shit like that. Like, they got a fucking beautiful ass community, my nigga. Like, I wish other games had a beautiful community like No Man's Sky. These niggas love each other, my nigga. Like, I go into the multiplayer hub, niggas handing out fucking shit that I could sell for millions of fucking dollars, bro. It is hard as fuck to get money in that game. So, niggas passing out shit for free. Like, so, shout out to the No Man's Sky community. Y'all the real day ones for sticking with that ugly ass game. And shout out to the got developers for creating a big and expansive universe. Uh, well, it so, should have been like in that in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, I told Dinos, if this game ever go to $20, I will cop. It was $20. So, I caught Borderlands 3. Uh, still haven't played with that nigga yet. So, I think I got finessed. But, I actually am enjoying myself. <laughs> I actually am enjoying myself. It is a, and this also I got, because I hate this with this whole, because um, I, I I can keep a buck with you. If I go to the, the PS4 version and PS5 version, if I play both of them games simultaneously, there will be no difference. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, other games like 2K or the Spider-Mans, there was a difference in load time and shit. This game still has a fucking shit load time. So, it's either because I'm either spoiled with video games or Did I realize it, uh... that. Did Borderlands 3 get a next-gen update? Yes. I played a PS5 version. That's another reason I couldn't play with Beanos, I think. I don't know if he downloaded it yet or not. I think I got finessed. But, um, so, I don't really want to talk about, like, how good the game is and stuff like that. I will not give a review of it because Borderlands is a looter shooter. But I will say this. They did not cap when it comes to saying the difference in fucking guns, bro. There are so many fucking guns in this game, bro. That some of these these guns do shit that that I wish other games did, bro. Like you can throw a gun when you run out of bullets, throw it, and it turns into a fucking walking brain and it blows up to the next next nigga next to it, G. Like shit like that. You you got a gun that plays beats when you shoot it. Like shit, that that's a real cool shit. I, that was on Ratchet and Clank. Um, what'd you say? That was on Ratchet and Clank. I, yeah, when you talk about the groove time. I mean, I'm not talking about niggas dance. I'm talking about like the legit gun literally shoot and beats come out. Oh. <laughs> I'm not with the groove trying. The beat by Dre. Play with that fucking weapon anyway. Um, you that, didn't. I did. It's a cool game. Is it still fun playing by yourself? I don't know. Like I said, I ain't doing that anything. And last but not least, I'm not gonna talk about it a lot. But Cam Will, Persona Five Strikers. It is what it is. It's Persona Five Strikers. Uh, that's it for me. Been chilling. Like always, and yeah. Oh, and Duncan Battle, top five. Wait, no. Why I'm saying top five? Top one anniversary ever in mobile game fucking history. There's no, there's no comparing it to it. It's the motherfucking goat. All right? <laughs> Shit, we still ain't done with this bitch, and it's still getting cracking. So, look, other mobile games, pay attention. Uh, I'm. 
Uh, you you done? Uh, so I think I'm gonna be quick too, because I think everything I read this week we're gonna be talking about later. So I'll just go to. I don't think I watched anything either. I didn't watch the um, Jujutsu episode. My sister told me about it because I I read the shit. Uh, I guess I could just talk about gaming, but it's the same shit as last week. Y'all already know. Um, Fire Emblem. I'm basically doing two separate playthroughs of the third the path. I have a female and a male. I'm doing the female because, like what Cam said, you get different uh, dialogue pieces with the female. And um, so I'm just, and the females, like the female Byleth is the best looking chick in the game. Like, it, it hurts me. I can't romance myself, but it, it is Man. what it is. But, oh, yeah, you, yeah, technically. <laughs> Man, so, uh, yeah, I, Cam told me that Dimitri's path is the most interesting path, and he was not wrong. Because that path is really good. I think, like, in terms of video games, it's, there's some really, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, it's the most best written thing I've ever seen, but, like, it's really intriguing with uh, how they're connecting. Like, I don't know. I was talking to Kim about this. There's certain tropes that I like and how they do it. Like, there's a certain character you think they're a certain way, and each support breaks down the previous notion I had of that character. And, like, I love the support conversation so much. I can't stress that enough. But that's it for me this week. I don't – everything else we'll talk about later. Yeah, I'll try to uh, keep it keep it brief as well. So for reading, really just uh, Webtoon stuff, um, Lore Olympus. Uh, I didn't talk about uh, It's Mine, which is kind of like for people who watched back when it was a phenomenon, I think in the early 2020s, the, or when that's the outfit, I would have came, but like uh, that You show, like the white dude was like a stalker. It's basically like the Korean version of that, but like a little bit more depth to it. Um, it's getting that's getting interesting, unordinary as well. Um, and I think that's pretty much oh, yeah. And um, this fantasy romance anime called Imperia, uh, really good stuff. Uh, so as far as watching, I didn't get a chance to watch any of the cells at work stuff because I'm busy doing life things. Uh, so that's that. And then for playing, um, Funnily enough, well, because technically I did play Persona 5 Strikers more because I got the Japanese version. Um, but for uh, meme purposes, and give a little context. So everybody knows the, the the cultural phenomenon of fucking Honey Pop. Honey Pop came out, like, I think it was cracking back when I was in high school. I forgot which year, though. But I, I kept hearing people talk about it. So I bought it and just so i could see how it is and it's like it's basically degeneracy pure degeneracy given form you're not meant to do, do let me for all my sjw's all my feminists listen the game is not meant to be this game is not meant to be taken seriously at all this, this game is like the original honey pop like literally the nigga walks up to rant the nigga walks up to a freaking milf porn star day one and and, and asks for a date and she goes out with him like shit don't happen bro like it it you get to have you get to have sex with the goddess of love in that game like shit's not meant to be taken seriously the good thing about that game the honestly though the one thing i do like about this game aside from the degeneracy of the original game was the puzzle solving aspect that stuff was actually genuinely dope there's a lot of strategy and skills and stuff like that so 
I didn't know that there was a sequel that was supposed to be coming out. Um, but apparently it came out during February. Shout out to that. That's good advertising because of Valentine's Day and niggas is horny. Um, but this game takes it up a step further. Whereas the first game, your goal was to just have sex with like, you know, one woman at a time. This game, your goal is to have as many threesomes as possible. Oh, um, because apparently if you don't, the world would like, it like it'll blow up. So like, that's the plot premise. So like already going in, I'm not taking this shit seriously, bro. Like this nigga, literally day one, this nigga goes into a plane. He sees a chick that he said, he sees a chick that you could romance from the first game. She's like an airplane pilot. And then she sees the main character and she's like, all right, I'm finna go to the bathroom. I'll leave the door open. And then you have sex with her. Like before you even get started with the game itself. So once you get, so like the, it takes place on this island which I'm pretty sure is an innuendo. It's called like the Isla, Isla de Puna. I don't know what language that is, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with pussy. Um, so essentially the gameplay breaks down to this. You'll get with two, you'll have two girls at a time. I forgot how many chicks there are in total. It's like, like 10 or something, 10 or 20, I forgot. But you'll, you'll break up into girls in pairs of twos and the mechanics of the game have changed where before you know you really were focused you were focused on one girl but now there's each girl has like likes and dislikes so there's like kind of like how candy crush you have like the bananas the i don't know how whatever they do in candy crush but like in this game there's like these tokens that are divided into categories like flirtation romance talent um page something like like something like that and your goal is to switch between the two girls and match you know match the their likes together um and you can kind of you can kind of like enhance the gameplay by giving them certain gifts that give advantages to the game the game board aspect of it and then you can also um before you date them, you can talk to them to get certain information that'll help you actually like do the game, the the puzzle solving aspect of it. So essentially each girl, like you have to basically date the two clicks twice. So the first time they'll meet, they'll introduce to each other and you date them and they'll go like, oh yeah, I like you. Like, let's, let's do some stuff later. And then the very next time, it doesn't matter which time of day, you could be in the casino, you could be at the strip club, you could be on a, on a cruise ship. Doesn't matter. If you do it, if you successfully complete the puzzle board, the next time you have sex with them and you get a really raunchy scene at the end of it. Um, some wild shit. Uh, I'll say it like this. Do I recommend you get this game on Steam? It's $20 and I say, hell yes. This game is funny as fuck. Like, I, like this, this game, I have not had so much fun looking at because like we on the podcast like niggas on this podcast like they got like light lightweight shit right like when we talk when we talk about like the like degenerate shit from like like monster masume interspecies reviewer shit like that like lightweight shit right when i get into my degeneracy i, I usually go all the way i'm talking like neko power having sex with cat girls I'm talking visual novels and I'm talking shit like Honey Pop. Like I, I, if I'm gonna be lustful, I ain't gonna do that softcore shit, my nigga. Like I'm trying to see some shit. You know what I'm saying? 
So like that's what Honey Pop does for me. Now, am I like jerking off this shit? No. <laughs> I like I like I said before, I don't take this shit seriously. It's funny as fuck. So I don't know how far I'm into the game. You're supposed to like with every successful threesome you have, you get these things called like fairy wings. And then once you get a certain amount of fairy wings, you can advance the plot and basically have sex with these interdimensional goddesses or something um, that awaken because they're on their period. So you're supposed to have sex with them before they like destroy the world on their period or some shit like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Like the cast of girls are cliche as fuck. Like there's this Middle Eastern chick that is like always horny. Like when you invite her on a date, uh, she says like she she says like thanks for coming in me, and then she like slips up and she says like no, I mean thanks for coming out with me. Uh, there's uh, the black chick earlier. She's pretty cool. Uh, there's this MILF porn star. There's this lady who owns the resort island who has a husband. And she says that she left her husband and she left her husband with her kids. And she has, she came to the island because she likes to have sex with younger men. Uh, there's, <laughs> what else is there? There's, uh, there's this goth chick who like hates everybody. There's this fashion model chick who's like a major, like, S tier slut, like just ridiculous. Like it's just a it's a fun game. So if you have the time, and if you don't want to play the game, look up a playthrough. I found about this game through Markiplier. Shout out to Markiplier. Oh, uh, he put up like a he put up like some parts of the game. So it's a it's funny as fuck. I'm surprised it didn't get as much attention as the original one, but I'm a I'm gonna spread awareness, man. Honey pop, bro. I like it. So I'll give the game. A meme, ten out of ten. You gotta buy it. <laughs> a meme, ten out of ten. Respect it. All right, cool. Uh, Ken, why you on a still on your gaming uh, tip? Uh, you want to give your Persona Strikers impressions? Even though I feel yeah, like so kind of did, I but guess, well, I must ask you. But I got some more insight because I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, so, um, I'll say the big thing that. I was worried about with Persona 5 Strikers was how they're going to handle uh, Sophia's voice actor. I really liked her Japanese voice. Her Japanese voice actor, and to this, I still think her Japanese voice actor is better, but I was worried because it was like, how are they going to handle her mannerisms, the certain stuff that she says? And they did a good job. Uh, I really like the way they handled the new girl, not really girl, AI, uh, Sophia. Um, her mannerisms are good. Her voice is very, it fits her character from what I've played in the Japanese version. So kudos to that. But essentially, now I have some insight on how everything fucking works in this game. Uh, but essentially, the uh, premise of this game is um, obviously the metaverse is back, but the way that it operates is different. Um, so in the original game that they had like palaces, right? And you have to go to the palace, steal the treasure, change part. In this game, it's different. They have what's called a jail. And essentially in that jail, the ruler of the jail, which they call the monarch, um, their objective is to steal desires of people in order to fuel themselves. Um, the first villain that you encounter in this game uh, is Alice. And she, I don't know if they say she knows about it, but like, I'm assuming it's like a subconscious thing at this point. Because even in the Japanese version, from what I understood, like, she didn't know, like, because they don't know about the metaverse stuff. But essentially, she uses 
her the the way that she still desires for men in order to basically make them love her buy all her shit so she can be even more popular because uh reasons being that she got bullied as a kid you know standard shit right uh but aside from that gameplay wise now that i can actually instead of just button matching shit it's really cool. Each character has their unique style, kind of similar to how Dynasty, typical Dynasty Warrior games, each character kind of has their own unique shtick. Uh, Joker's a jack of all trades. Uh, Ryuji's like kind of like a charge character. Same thing with uh, no, no. Ryuji's a charge character, and has she utilizes um, like fire infinity. Makoto uses nuclear infinity. Um, uh, Sophia who's also, she's probably my second favorite. Like she has this thing where you have to time her hits in order for her to get more like powerful combos and shit like that, pretty cool. Uh, Morgana's pretty cool. Um, like he's very fast and he does like a lot of cool combos. But yeah, everybody has their own unique shtick. Uh, I'll say this, the one thing that is worrying me about this game, and I'm not, I'm not gonna blame them because it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of mentality. However, I do think there's a little bit of lazy laziness as far as the structure of the villains. It's very painfully obvious that they're doing the connections to the villain like they did in the first Persona game. Um, Alice is connected to Anne. Who was connected to the, who was, even though it really should have been Ryuji in the first game, but who was connected to Kamoshida in the first game? Anne. Um, I, hadn't, I haven't gotten to the part in the English version, but in the Japanese version, the next villain, spoiler alert, shocker, he's connected to Yusuke because of art shit. So, like, I have a feeling that they're going to kind of do the same shit as far as, like, villain motivations to characters, which is kind of lame. Um, we've already established these characters, so going through the same shit that they did in the first game kind of detriments instead of adds to their character. Um, there's nothing really unique about Al. Like, I mean, she's cool. She's a cool design character. And I mean, there's nothing really bad about her. She's just kind of there. Like, Kamoshida was a fucking asshole. Like, you wanted to wreck his shit for what he did. But Alice is like, eh, who cares? Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's just my biggest negative of the game so far. But other than that, um, I will say that, because I, I think this game officially comes out on the 23rd. Um, I got a digital edition, so it came out on the 18th, uh, and I really like the game so far. The OST is banging, a lot of the remix, they got some new songs and a lot of remixes of previous OSTs, which are really good. So if you are in, this game is a Kanokiel, a Kanokiel sequel to the first Persona game. Even, because the thing that was worrying me as well is because Persona 5 Royale came out after Strikers. But apparently, they do do some callbacks to Persona 5 Royale. So it's a sequel of Persona 5 Royale. So um, if you're a Persona 5 fan, uh, this is definitely a game to get because, you know, you're Persona act like me. So I say get the game and uh, you'll enjoy it. All right, cool. Uh, Daytra, you want to say anything, your impressions of the game? No, he said really what he had to say. I, I agree. Um, coming from a person, this will be, other than being over somebody's crib randomly, this would be the first. What's this shit called? Muso? Fuck. All right, hold on. Let me know when you're ready. All right, we back. Um, technical difficulties. Shit's weird. But we back. We back started. We here. 
So, uh, but yeah, Daytro, you go back to doing what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a cool game. I'm definitely going to try to binge it some more, especially at work. Uh, I'm going to try to play a lot of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I say if you like Persona, definitely buy it. If you like Muso, definitely buy it. If you need a game, buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so with that being said, that's that's our gaming part. All right, let's go ahead and get into. Let's go ahead and talk about Wandavision first. So, uh, DC, you can go ahead and cook with the Wandavision talk. Uh, I do not do good with uh, uh, was it summarizing so y'all can interject when I skip over shit. Um. Trying to remember how the episode started, Loki. <laughs> it started with the stuff happening in the house with Wanda, so you know everything flickering and shit like that. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, so she wakes up. She wakes up, and I think they showcase the uh, the Modern Family. Yeah, uh, that's the, the office they going with. Yeah, so they showcase all that. So the whole morning routine is basically showing us that like Wanda's out of it. Um, she wakes up with Vision not next to her. She doesn't want to get out of bed. She's still wearing her like, costume from the night before. Her kids come in and I think Billy, yeah, Billy says that I hear stuff in my head. Like it's really cloudy and she doesn't want to hear anything about it. She's in her like, I don't give a fuck mom. She's crazy. Mode. Yeah, like unhinged mom. That's what she is now. Um, I think she goes downstairs to make some cereal or was there some stuff that happened before that? Yeah, like, she, like it shows the boys playing video games and like their shit is flickering. And oh, yeah. Then she walks down because they're fighting over, like they have a Wii remote in their hands now. And then that's when she goes to the kitchen and she makes some cereal and shit keeps happening. Yeah, her milk keeps changing. Um, they ask, where's dad at? And she's like, if, if he wants to go home, if he wants to come back, he can come back. I can't control him. So that's basically letting us know that she can't force him to do stuff either. Mm. Uh, and then I think she sits down and has, she says something to him. Hey, you she know, Kim, you might as well, you might as well. She says explain. that like, um, I don't have, like you're expecting me to have all the answers, the questions that you have. I don't have yeah. answers to your questions. She sits down and that's when uh, Agnes comes in. She's like, uh, well, no, she hears a doorbell. She fucking unlocks it with magic. And then she says, oh, yeah, that's Agnes. Like, before she even walks into the scene, Agnes comes in. Um, says, I'm going to take the kids off your hand. Uh, you know, you need, to, you need to break. And then she takes them and goes. And then we cut to, I believe we cut to Vision. Uh, Vision in the circus. Uh, he wakes up. He's confused as fuck. Uh, he sees Darcy. So he runs up to her because he still remembers her being there when he tried to escape the um, the Hex uh, last episode. She's under control. Um, it's funny dialogue. Like, he's like, uh, we met. Like, don't you remember me? Like, we, we had a connection. And she's like, she's like, hard pass. She's like, hard pass. Like, she's not yeah, she's... Also, shout out to that outfit. It's Black History hey. Month, so I'm not going to say anything because Dr. Umar will be mad at me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, since I'm not, since I'm not a freaking Muslim, I can say this shit. <laughs> well, phone him. It <laughs> was uh, really good, but hey, we gonna give black women recognition because uh, Monica, 
But brother, Man. until you unmarry her, it's best you stay over there, brother. I appreciate you and I love you, but you are no use to me with that white woman on your arm, brother. Amen. Uh, but basically, Vision like uh, frees her from that mind control, and they agree that they have to, for some reason, they got to go back to Wanda, which is like, why? You know, this bitch is crazy. Why are you trying to do that? Um, then we cut to what's going on outside as far as the sword shit. Uh, Hayward has a plan that he's trying to execute because, you know, the the hex is expanding and he, uh, we find out that he wants to, he want to, he wanted Vision, he wanted to bring Vision back as, essentially as a weapon for S.W.O.R.D., um, which is kind of funny because that technically means that both in a in a weird way, both Hayward and Wanda's goal, like they have the same goal technically when it comes to bringing Vision back. It's just that Hayward, if he brings Vision back, it's not going to be the Vision that Wanda remembers and loves and shit like that. Um, so then we cut to Monica and Agent Wu. Um, they're going to visit. I mean, yo, L for L for me because I got my hopes up um, to visit the um, engineers that uh, Monica was talking about. Some random freaking chick in the military, some lame shit like that. Um, but they, uh, she gets in this vehicle that's supposed to help her go through um, the hex so that she can finally get to Wanda. Uh, they, they're like, oh yeah, this is gonna slip right through it and blah, 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 blah. It, that shit don't work. Um, flips that fucking car and turns half of it into a fucking truck. Uh, but at this point, Monica's like, I don't give a fuck. I can pass through this uh, shield. And then in there, we get that we get a cool little transition of her act activating her powers, which is pretty dope. Also, I think a hidden nod to Black History Month, too. I respect the Disney placate the audience. Um, so she enters the uh, she enters the hex, but this time she's unaffected because of her powers. She goes straight to uh, Wanda, and Wanda's like. Uh, Wanda's on her racist shit. She like, you don't belong in the suburbs, you black, you black chick, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't like your kind around here. I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing, you know what I'm saying? That, she didn't really say that, but pretty much she said that shit. Um, and she basically threatens Monica. Um, Monica activates her powers, and then she's like, yeah, you, you can't do shit to me no more. Like, I'm with the shits now. <laughs> uh, which is a pretty dope moment. Also, shout out to having blue eyes. I'm on your ass, Disney. Blue eyes, really? Mm. Dr. Umar don't approve, bro. We don't approve of that. But anyway, um, Agnes comes in uh, to basically take uh, Wanda away from uh, Monica. They go, they cut to her house. Monica, not Monica, Agnes and uh, Agnes and Wanda are talking. She's like, oh, where are the kids? I don't see the kids. And they're like, oh, they're probably in the basement somewhere. Um, and then we get a really kind of creepy transaction of her transition of her going into the basement. Um, and then she discovers like this little, uh, like really weird kind of like old, you know, medieval, uh, dark times type of shit corridor. She goes into this one room that kind of has all this satanic witch shit in it with like a freaking book in the middle of it that Daytrail said is very important to Wanda's character. Agnes comes in and she's like, yeah, you're not the only you're not the only superpower uh you know magic girl here. Um and she's like, Yeah, my name my real name is Agatha. 
and it kind of cuts to this cool thing where it kind of shows us various times where she inter where she interfered with what was causing certain things to happen in the previous episodes of uh, WandaVision. What a really cool song number too. It's just like it was Agatha all along. So uh, it was a really dope moment. I like that. Um, and um, then and there is an after credit scene. So typically there there's there's only been two so far. So if you're the type of people once you see the credits, don't. Um, there is an after credit scene where we see Monica walk up to the basement and then Pietro comes in and she's like, oh, you're snooping. Um, and that's it. Uh, as far as brief synopsis of the episode, a lot of theories got shot off, <laughs> shot off the fucking window. Um, I still think that Mephisto is involved in this. Um, I don't know if it's Hayward, but I do think that Mephisto is involved in this in some way, shape, or form. Um, but because we did get a confirmation on the Agatha shit. Um, oh, yeah. And also, I kind of skipped over this. This is one part of the episode that kind of pissed me and did trail off when it came to fucking Vision's character, which consistent. It's like it's not even the show. The show doesn't nerf Vision. Vision nerfs himself, which pisses me. Like this nigga. Like, did you notice that DC when they were fucking driving in that fucking truck and then the people were like it like the like it was like um construction worker. And it's like, oh, Wanda's trying to prevent us from coming home or some shit like that. Right. And I'm like, nigga, get out the car and fucking fly. What are you doing still in that? And like, it was like a good five minutes of that shit. And then once I think the kids started crossing the road, he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to fly now. I'm like, this is why I don't like your ass vision. Like, I, like, I didn't, like, I, I wasn't that upset about it because I think, because they were talking about some stuff and that he was really intrigued by. And it, I, I didn't think too much of it. I, I I would agree, but like he, you saw them both get visually frustrated at the fact that their progress was getting impeded, and then I was just like, you know, you can just go anytime you want to. Like the conversations that they were having were pretty cool, but you saw at multiple instances they were always they were like, oh oh she's she's not letting us go she's not letting us go and it's like dude, get up and fly. Like it's not, it's not that. It, like, what are you doing? I will say that the conversations were cool. They talked about the fact that, um, he was built from Jarvis, and that his body was his body was meant for Ultron to commit genocide. And he was like, "So what does that make me now?" And then she's like, "Well, no. <laughs> uh, so that was a pretty cool interaction uh, between those two characters. I don't know what else. What I don't really know." Darcy's role in all this. I'm um, curious relief. to see pretty much, but I'm curious to see like what else she's gonna add to the story at this point going forward. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean she is um they did say that she was a uh like since the last time we seen her she got her like PhD. So she might do some sciencey whatever. I don't know how else that is gonna um she and might be there to like to uh, you know how you always have to have a character that explains how someone's able to do something. So you know how Monica Ooh, just got her powers. I don't like that though. I wouldn't like that in this. They instance. probably gonna they need because how is Monica gonna, gonna know what she's doing? And she's the one that introduced us into saying, "Hey, your molecular structure is different." I'm talking and, about as far as the the hex stuff. Monica's powers, yeah, but as far as the hex that's what I'm talking about is that she's gonna explain how powers? Monica could do what she can do because okay. she doesn't know what she can really do yet. So, so I think Darcy might say like, "Hey, you can see the electromagnetic spectrum, so try this." 
Like, I see that's the only, for me personally, that's the only way I could see her contribute to it, like the final fight or whatever it is that they're going to have. Because it's pretty much action uh, just moving forward. Um, yeah, shit's going down. I also, I think that theory is true, though, that I said about the kids being tied to Wanda's um, psyche. Psyche. Yeah. And the fact that they weren't there at all because at this point she's mentally fucked up. So mm-hmm. I think that, that that the reason why she couldn't find her kids is because they don't exist. Because you weren't thinking about them. You're thinking about mm. some other shit. So two things. Two things. So one is so both of these things are kind of somewhat theories, but also true in the aspect. Because they can be used in different ways in what they are used in the comics, right? So one, the fly on the wall, like anybody know what a fly on the wall means? That means that thing is observing something. When you say I'm a fly on the wall, that was a cicada, so you know that's demonic already. But oh yeah, fly on the wall means you're observing something, right? Big that ass. Could be Mephisto. Now time to be Mephisto. King of the Lord of the Flies. Him, him and that motherfucking bunny. Because notice she said. Oh, do you like the bunny because he's able? He's a good listener or some shit like that. Mm. When she, when um yeah. Ronda's yeah. son was patting the fucking bunny, but um between that fucking fly and that fucking bunny, one of them niggas weird. Um, but no, the main thing I want to talk about is the book. So that book, so shout dark hole because it was a night I couldn't go the fuck to sleep, and I was just I, when I can't go to sleep, I'll put Rob on on Comics Explained. And I put one of his longest fucking videos on. I just let that shit play. And so happily, I was paying attention as I was trying to go to sleep until when they was talking about that book. And what it is, is it's like some fucking, it's like one of them all-powerful God type things, right? And honestly, Marvel don't like to go in that realm of comic book in which explaining like, you know, the tribunal and all them niggas and stuff like that because it can confuse a nigga who don't understand the shit, right? But... How Wanda basically got her powers is from that book. Because Wanda's technically not a fucking mutant from the comics aspect of it, right? She's technically not a motherfucking mutant. She's technically not even Magneto's kid. But she got her she got her powers from this book of this demon. And this said demon, that they could change the shit to Mephisto, Mephisto if they want to. But this said magical space demon thing, if you, if you code that book and get your powers from that book, eventually that being, all his whole purpose to do is control you so you can bring him back into this world. That's his whole purpose, because he he's in all his powers are inside that book. If I knew the name of that fucking video, I would tell y'all, but my YouTube history is full of comic explains right now. I don't feel like sifting through that shit. But it is a very, that book is very key. And also another key of saying, yo, we need a wizard nigga to decipher this book. So Doctor Strange come Dr. in with your Doctor Strange shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, it's cool. It's cool and all. That's what's up. There's a lot of Easter eggs that us who don't, well, and I shouldn't say us, me who doesn't understand a lot of c- comic callbacks. I don't read a lot of comics. I don't read none at all, so to speak. But for the niggas who read y'all comics and know y'all ins and outs from this fucking Marvel Universe shit, Y'all about to have a field day with this fucking episode, yo. Or had a field day because we recording this past tense. So, yeah. I got only like uh, two, like to Easter egg, the Nexus thing. Uh, yes. Yeah. So she's one of like the universe, like multiversal constants. 
amongst the uh, different universes. I'm just going to say my uh, theory pertaining to this. But you know how Quicksilver, I don't, I think he's actually a Quicksilver. I don't think he's Foxes and I don't think he's current. I think he's a, she plucked him from the multiverse. And the reason why I think that is he knows who she is and his event, like how he remembers things is different from her. And when they showed him, like him dead, his bullet wounds were different from the previous Quicksilver. And he said, last thing I remember, you were calling for me and I was shot in the street like a punk. So since she's a Nexus being, so that means there's a Wanda in every single universe. I think that he's from a universe where his Wanda looked like her, but it's not the, that explains why Agatha pulled It's not the same thing in her, yeah. 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 And then I also think that, um, I don't think they're completely pulling Fox over. I think they're retconning and plucking what they want from the Fox stuff with this Nexus thing. Because in the Fox movies, there's no Wanda. So if she is a Nexus thing, then you can't pull the Fox stuff because she wasn't there. And you kind of, you know, go into a plot. Quicksilver kind of be like, who the fuck are you? Exactly. So this Evan Peters Quicksilver is like a, probably a hodgepodge version of Fox and then whatever the MCU wants to do. So that's just what I, I don't think he's Mephisto. I don't think he's Nightmare. He might be mind control. I mean, he is mind control, but I don't think he's going to, um, be a villain that people are saying he is because at the end credit scene when he's like snoopers gonna snoop people are saying oh that's what a henchman would say or he seems like he's gonna apprehend monica i don't think that i think he's gonna help her or assist yeah. her do something because he was really questioning like you notice whenever he was talking to wanda he wasn't antagonistic towards her but whenever vision was brought up he was antagonistic so i think he's just trying to figure out his wanda wasn't with a vision so he's trying to figure out why she's with a vision now and has kids and why am I here and yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, that's just, you know, me trying to figure things out, but I love this episode. I love that. Um, I hope Marvel continues to do this, what they did with Monica and you don't have to do a freaking origin story movie. You could have a new movie with a, you know, pre-existing character and have an overlying B plot with a new character, but have it actually like mean something like the getting the it's like we're not going through the whole montage of oh me learning my powers and right the, the, we don't have to do what we're going through right now so we don't have to focus on that shit exactly man you know what's crazy WandaVision really got my hopes up for the next you know what's happening in the universe yeah even for Loki and even for Hawkeye not Hawkeye I with a bird man. Yeah. Nah, no, I'm Man's capping. Up. I'm still not hyped for that shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Bro. Yeah, I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped for it. I don't know what you're I'm hyped about, for it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm ready hyped for it. I'm hyped for it. Talk to Doc and Bucky. Alright, man. Yo, that might be the episode title Pop with Doc and Bucky. Wrong for that. But I'm, I'm excited because uh, shout out to those uh, comic book guys. They said Loki's a Nexus character too, so that's probably a tie-in for that. But I'm, I'm just excited overall. Like they're going really into like Marvel used to be like, oh, we're we're touching the comics, but we're gonna put our spin on it. Now they're like really diving into like comic book stuff with the Dark Hold or whatever they're gonna call it because they said they already introduced the Dark Hold in Shield, Age mm-hmm. of the Shield. 
I'm, so some people think it's shit, bro. So shout I didn't watch it either. <laughs> y'all bogus if you did, because agents like if Agents of Sealed already showed that book, y'all dropped the ball with some potential story like lines with that. But I think Marvel's like F uh Agents of Shield, we're just gonna do our own dark cold stuff. But overall I love this episode. Like last week, better the episode keeps getting better. Whoever said that it was hour hour long episodes, whatever that posted, they lied to us. Oh, I don't yeah. care about it. I don't care about any of these like tabloids because I'm like one there was one one week they said we're getting two episodes we didn't get it then they said oh it's hour long episodes these last I, I don't believe none of y'all no more so it is what it is but I enjoyed it that's it for me though all right so we can get ready to move on uh, let's go ahead and hit the animes first so uh we'll work our way up to hype and what wasn't hype so uh skate um uh, I'm gonna say is this episode pissed me the fuck off. Uh, so, going to skate this week. Um, so suddenly, our boy Recky, the redhead uh, guy, is starting to deal with uh, insecurities and jealousy and shit because I guess no, now... no, 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 no. It's not even that. It's not even that, bro. It's not even that. Cause like I'm not mad at Recky. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the thing is, I'm mad at the fact that like it out of nowhere, everybody's like, it's like he's like, oh yeah, Longa, that's my nigga, that's my nigga, yeah. and everybody literally goes like. Oh, uh, y- fuck you, bro. Like, you're not Longa. Oh, you're not Snow. Yeah, you're that. He goes to get a drink, and then they're like, oh, what about that redhead dude who's with, uh, Snow? Yeah, he's a fucking loser. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks. Like, it's like everybody out of nowhere starts compare. So, like, it's like I'm not even mad at his character. Yeah. It's just. Because it's, it's just like literally everybody's just like, yo, fuck you, bro. You suck. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. that's. I was about to get to that. It's just. The insecurities and all just came out of nowhere, and it just like if people had a problem with it, it'd be nice to introduce it previously. Like, like especially like after how Adam got in that ass, <laughs> literally. So then I'll be like, okay, cool. Like he literally did. They try like he tried to touch that man while skating. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, G, so if it was like they kind of start throwing the seeds in, like he actually heard people talking shit after Adam literally love hugged that nigga to death, then yeah, cool. It'll make sense instead of just, because all they did was introduce that he's scared of Adam. Cool. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, I'm like, okay, cool. I wonder what they're going to do with that. But just to actually introduce like all the other people on S is like talking a bunch of shit saying, yeah, bro, you, you ain't that cold. And it's like, yo, bro, like... You ain't cold either, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> like, gee, we, who are you? You ain't have a name. You haven't even skated. So, no. So, the whole episode is based around the fact that now suddenly, uh, Recky self-esteem is hurt. His pride is hurt as a skater and all of that. So, it's just like the man is just, you know, he's hurt. Which bothered me because it's like he always... Ca- his character came off super carefree. That was Recky's character to me. Carefree, whatever. Like, if I fuck up, I fuck up. Even, like, when after he got hurt with Adam, he was still very carefree. It was just, like, he cared enough about Longa to be, like, chill, bro. You know, like, don't, don't, don't skate with folks. He's dangerous. Like, right. that was the only time he legit, but, cared. But in terms of, like, what other people think about him came out very carefree so i just didn't like how they introduced the effects of oh yeah i 
see the like if they say okay, I I have a, it's a gap between him and Longa and he started to notice it. Okay, cool, because that's very prevalent. Like the man literally starting to realize how he can use a skateboard, snowboarding to skateboarding. So, and he was a freaking uh legendary skate snowboarder in Canada. Cool, but just to kind of make it seem like he's just in a way jealous and hurt. It bothers me. It really bothered me. So, that, that's my uh, oh. rant on the episode. Yeah, it's uh, I I agree. I think that I'm just hoping that next episode they calm this shit down. Um, because like one thing I did like about Ricky and Longa's relationship was the fact that like Longa was cold. But, like, you did have moments where Ricky kind of showcased that, like, he still does the skateboard shit. I just don't like the fact that now it's just, now all of a sudden you want to do this fucking talent versus effort bullshit again. Like, can we stop with this nonsense, please? Um, if you don't handle it, if you're not going to, if you're not going to take notes from Q, just don't fucking do it at all. Because it's just not good. Like, all of a sudden now he's like, oh, I can't, I can't jump as high as you anymore. Like, who cares, dog? Well, this shit next episode and like give Recky give Recky his moment because I did notice that they give Longa a lot of moments if you go back and watch the previous episodes. Yeah. Um, as far as skateboarding shit, when like Recky is the main character who like really likes skateboarding, so let him have a really good like race moment, like really good, like give him some a really good moment, get his self esteem back, get his self esteem back, and let them have a talk about. We can both make each other good, and let's move on. Exactly, like it's just goofy. I will say I'm looking forward to uh, because we're at the of course this is like the final few episodes of the season. So, uh, the skateboard, the Adam skateboard tournament looking really interesting. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure, like of course, Longari say I'm I want he's going to do it. So I'm pretty sure uh, Recky's going to join it as well. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Like that's going to be interesting to see. And it's also a good way to showcase um, Recky's true skateboarding talents. Because each time we've seen Recky skate, outside the first episode, he was going against overpowered niggas. First episode, he was going against uh, clown folks, and he got nuked. So it's just, I can't honor that L, because he yeah. was winning. But he went against the uh, little skateboarding prodigy kid. Okay, I understand that. And then he went against Adam, who's literally the best skateboarder on the show. So we see like so i want to see, actually see recky go win and do something so i guess the term is a good way to showcase that so but i'm looking forward to see where things go i just want this plot point to die like really die and be handled so much better and i also agree with the talent versus effort storyline and sports all anime but sports anime specifically because they it's overdone it's overdone unless you do it correctly hockey did it really well like hockey does it really freaking well but um yeah, so let's move on from that. Let's talk about uh I'd rather talk about ReZero first, get this shot the way. Um this episode was ass. It was ass. Like we got a uh Rosewall backstory and then which led to Rosewall and uh Subaru and the gang arguing. Talking about the same shit that they talked about like two uh, this is my fucking problem, bro. With ReZero. They keep repeating shit, dog. Like, Attack on Titan's problem is that... They talk too much. They talk too much. 
but it's these girls it the problem is that they 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 keep saying the same fucking shit bro we know amelia is cool like blah 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 like the only interesting thing about this episode was the encounter that they had with um what's that the the melancholy nigga whatever his name is um the if you notice the if you notice the way he talked he talks like rosewald does currently yeah like well, the way he like like keeps saying certain phrases after it's done so i'm wondering if he that has something to do with his current state of being um like there's because there's some stuff that they didn't show us with the initial confrontation with uh best girl echidna and all the other stuff happening um but after that like the dialogue between rosewald and uh subaru was a skip um that shit was fucking annoying it was dumb it added absolutely nothing to anybody we know that subaru loves amelia cool rosewall likes uh, echidna and he doesn't like people like okay can we get bottom line is this and i'm gonna keep saying this because it's just it's annoying me i'm gonna do what re-zero does saying the same shit over and over again can we get the fuck off this fucking forest bro I'm Please. so sick of Sanctuary G. Please. I want this. I want this. I want this fucking thing to get nuked to the fucking sky. I want those magic bunnies to come and burn this shit to the ground, bro. I'm so sick and tired of that fucking location. And that's it. Yeah, like, it's not that for me to add. Like, th- this episode could have been half an episode. It literally could have been, like, how they did the, uh, my boy, uh, Damn, I don't, Otto, how they did Otto's little backstory. This could have easily been half an episode moved on to something else. Easily. So this was, it's just, it's been a frustrating watch lately. Just do something and move forward. Please. So, and the episode ended with Amelia coming out this, uh, the dungeon thingy. So I'm guessing we're moving forward. Please. Please. Because I'm tired. They said, we got, they said we got two trials left. Please, please. Unless, unless they off-screen the two trials, I just hope so. Cause she woke up and I was like, "Say, okay, we it's done, please." I hope so. Like, I don't know, but yeah. So I'm over this shit. So let's go ahead and talk about Horiyama, um, Horimiya, Horiyama. I don't know. I keep forgetting the damn name. Horimiya. Horimiya. So, hey man, I'm gonna say a shout to my nigga Miyamura G. Did what you're supposed to do, man. Those five days away made her extra horny, bro. <laughs> look, G. Like, look, G. They whatever they implied, they implied that shit. But my man's was like, "Hey, he saw that text because I don't know how." Yo, his mama bogus because <laughs> he said, "Hey, can we go to the store so I get a phone charger?" And I she... don't know why he could just. My thing is like he had battery left. He could have just texted her like. I ain't got no battery. My phone is about to die. It's going to be hard for me to communicate with you. Exactly. But it, he, he tweaked on his end, and then his mama could have took him to the convenience. You tell me within none of those five days, she didn't take that nigga to the store? It is, and let me say, because they're in the countryside. I've been to the countryside in Japan. Literally around every fucking corner, it, there's a vending machine. It's, it's either a vending machine or a convenience store. It's yeah. either one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, gee, my man's never ever went to get a phone charger, G. He was like, I, I, I'm good with not, not communicating, but 
shit. But uh, but yeah. So this was a, it was a still a fun episode. Even even though that that event didn't take place towards the end, the uh, beginning was focusing on other characters. Uh, I really Which don't I didn't remember. Care about. Yeah, I really don't remember the other character's name. But uh, I'm, I will say this: his friend, uh, the dude purple who got snub, <laughs> uh, purple hair folks, purple whatever. Hair folk, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that some other hoes are coming so he can properly move on, G. I'm happy. Well, I'm happy for him. Even though those, those, th- those scenes was funny, but I'll let you talk about it, Cam. Listen, listen. Because, like, at first, like, imagine Purple Hair Folk's mentality, right? Like, his best friend is going with with, with, with the shorty that he liked, right? They dating. And in his mind, it's like, all right, you know... It's that hopeful thing where, like, if she break up with him, it's my it's my chance to shine. You feel me? Like, I'm gonna pick up the pee, I'm gonna pick up the slack. It's uh, it's too late now, bro. It's <laughs> way like, too late. Like, way too late. He went down on that nigga, bro. It's, it's 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 too late for that. I will say this though. Again, this is one major plot point, which is why I don't take a lot of high school romances seriously because they treat this shit like his wife and death. Like the freaking uh, blonde hair chick was getting mad about um the other chick talking with the purple hair folks I, like I, I just i guess maybe because i'm i'm older now so i guess you can you just call this experience or whatever but like it's fucking high school bro like, <laughs> like yes there are some relationships that come out of high school but it's not that deep it's not that fucking serious if he goes with some other chick, G, like you got your whole life ahead of you, just because you ain't get a nigga, just because you ain't land somebody in high school, don't mean you gonna be single for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. unless you choose that. <laughs> like, like it, this shit is, it, I, I just can't take it seriously. Oh, uh, if he ends up with her, cool. If he doesn't, I, I won't care. Like, I won't, oh my god, I feel so sorry for like me. You fumble the bag, bro. Like, if you like him, say it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the other part of the episode that I liked was the. Corey and Miyamura stuff, um, that the relationship is deepening. This is one of the things that I really like. And the reason why Itazara and the Kiss is my favorite romance anime of all time is because they do things that romance animes like typically don't do. Like if you if you're like me and you've seen a lot of romance anime, you know that like by episode eleven or twelve, that's when they actually start to romance. And then you get like a, a kiss at the end and then oh show's over. They live happily ever ever happily ever after. Itazara and Akis's case, you get to see the relationship start from when they were in high school to all the way up in their adulthood when they're married and having kids. Shit was good. So now you're kind of kind of having a similar viewpoint with Hori, uh, Hori Mia, where it's like we're not getting we're not getting a lot of the cliches of like, oh, we gotta wait for episode eleven or twelve for them to say that I love you and to kiss and shit like that. Like they just fuck in this episode. <laughs> like it, like I wish I was not expecting like. Because at first I thought it was like maybe they just made out, but then at the end of the episode it was like, no. And then I, I checked the Reddit page and they were like, yeah, they did it. <laughs> I will say though, I think this is a hidden PSA from Japan, because y'all do know that um, Japan's childbirth rate uh, is severely low. So like, I feel like this is one of those nods. Like they're just trying to get like, a hey, high schoolers, man. Please fuck each other, bro. Like we need some kids. <laughs> in Japan, they encourage high school pregnancy. That's that's wild when you think about it. But damn, it's kind of like how Darling in the Franks was a big fucking PSA. Ass in the Franks was a big PSA for fucking childbirth and shit like that because y'all niggas ain't having no babies no time soon. 
Um, but I hope he used protection. Because, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want next episode for her to be rubbing her belly or some shit. Like, that'd be funny as hell. The way, <laughs> just how fast is their relationship progress? It's like, damn, I won't be surprised. But damn. <laughs> but yeah, but um, I, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Uh, I'm re- it's, it's, like I said, it's one of the better anime of this season. Like, definitely, definitely. is. Um, and it's, like, it's very realistic in moments. So, but yeah. So, except, uh, no, except for Purple Hair Folks. Purple Hair yeah. Folks is not realistic. He would have yeah. known that them bitches wanted him. <laughs> My man's just over there just taking cookies. Not I don't mean right it in that way. <laughs> I don't mean it in, but not he's right legit. <laughs> he's just, they offer him treats and he's taking them and he's just like, hey, man. Even though he did eat them burnt ass cupcakes, and that nigga a different breed. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Jujitsu episode nineteen, just in time. DC, you're back because <laughs> now. <laughs> so yeah, we about to talk about Jujitsu episode nineteen. It finally happened. Uh, everybody's calling it the greatest episode nineteen of all time. Uh, but we'll see That's when we do that bracket. Time. So with that being Thank said. You, uh, thank you, Mappa. Shout, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Hashtag thank you, Mappa. <laughs> it's still a thing. Tweak <laughs> niggas is on Mappa's ass back and forth. Baby. I didn't even know I was muted, bro. Man, man, fuck them niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck them niggas, bro. We Mappa K over here, boy. Yeah, so, right, we we mop a team BK, alright? We team BK. Team A, we fuck with. We fuck with yeah, the North Side, bro. We watch it they ain't used to animating because they all they animate is talking, G. So maybe that's why. <laughs> well, there's nothing to animate is talking right now, G. That's the plot. <laughs> For a while. For a good while. But anyway, moving on. So, great episode, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, so the little spirit. Realistically, demon though, thing. like, can we all just agree, like? The second episode, half. but like it's 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 not it's not that deep, y'all. Like, <laughs> like no, I, like no troll, no troll. G uh, episode nineteen, Demon Slayer was better. That's not a troll. It's not, not yeah, troll. yeah. The, We're gonna keep it visual, visually wise. I think the second half. I think episode twenty will be fucking amazing with this guys. Because you you can't you can't leave off on some shit like that and be like. Well, let's go to backstory here. No, you gotta you gotta go the fuck in. Um, it just the episode nineteen of Demon said that shit was that shit was heat. It was the last heat thing in the fucking show. So of course it was gonna be the best episode. But like this, the first half of this shit was like okay. The second half though, oh, yeah. The second half, boy. Like as soon as Panda nigga popped up, it was like, all right, cool, we going places now. Oh, I will say though, I did like the fact that Maki got her ass whooped. I fucking hate her. Okay, I know where you're. I know where you're. <laughs> I don't like her ass. So seeing her get her ass whooped was pretty cool. I'm sorry. Feminists don't take it the wrong way. But but Jujutsu Kaisen does women the best way. Oh my god! I forgot. <laughs> I, I, thank you for reminding me about my clown of the week, bro. Thank you for reminding me about that shit. <laughs> Yo, but but yeah, G. So that episode had Maki and uh, what's the other dude who be using the uh, summons and shit? DC. What's his Megumi. name? Megumi. Oh, okay. Megumi. Can y'all tell me how many times this shit is gonna fucking happen? Where it's like he's about to do some cold shit, and then out of nowhere, somebody interrupts him. Like, that shit keeps happening in this fucking show. Every time. He, like, because, like, he did his hand like he was about to form, like, some Kamehameha or some shit. 
and then Maki interrupted him. It was like they keep saying that there's some kind of power that he has, some hidden power that he has. And every time he's about to something 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 happens. And it's annoying at this point. Like, stop doing that shit. Yeah, so like we don't know when he's gonna actually do something cold. We'll see probably later and soon in the future. But uh damn, how you hire a new coach mid season? But uh but yeah, so that happened, they got their ass whooped, and then Toto and my boy uh, Itadori popped up to the scene as if they were just not, like, literally, my man, they were just sparring with each other at the, off screen. They off screen sparring just to literally pop up and be like, all right, we're going to fight. Toto was like, you got to do that move, or if you die, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm on your ass because I'm not going to help you. I was like, gee. We just saw this. They just whoop everybody ass. <laughs> Literally whoop everybody's ass with a. I don't even know if it's a man of man of woman spirit yet. I don't know. It, but don't assume, don't assume it's gender. I think it's a, it. It's a woman what? because literally Jujutsu Kaisen has evolved a woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and how you how dare you surmise that woman can't look like that, DC? <laughs> exactly, it's problem. I say it. So if they get mad at me. You transphobic. So, I'm just saying. Oh man, but but Itadori uh, proceeded to you know lay hands, do his thing, used his new move, and it even caught the thingy off guard. It was like, oh shit! But uh, it's just really dope to see the brother, the brohood of Tadao and uh, Itadori. That was just that was the highlight of the episode. They called each other my brother, best friend. She, she was kind of cool. I like that, bro. Yeah, got, got like, some Final I Fantasy fifteen it. vibes from it. Definitely. So it's just like I'm like their relationship is just super dope to see, even though they just literally met like five episodes ago. <laughs> also, shout like, out to the Rule Thirty Four community. Come I ain't had to think man. about that. I didn't have to think about that. You already know it's happening, bro. You already know it's a happening. friends. I'm in my brand. It don't matter, bro. You're right because Bakugo called Deku a shithead. It... That's hey, yo. hey yo, pause real quick, bro. Speaking of that shit, I have to got to say this, bro, because I looked at the comment section, G. So the My Hero community is such shit. <sighs> so Horikoshi drew uh, what's her face falling out the sky and Deku catching her. Yeah, yeah, Comment section was hell. <laughs> when you remember when you remember when we found out that Naruto finally like married Hinata, Hinata, and then all Saku fans about to kill themselves and shit like that, and that's for that comment se- that comment section down. Man, my nigga, make that shit look like a normal talk between people, bro. Yeah, well, I don't even want to say some of the shit I saw. They was like, nigga, we good over here. We got Rule 34 over here. I'm like, damn, nigga. These motherfuckers some drivers, my niggas. <laughs> like, it ain't even that serious, nigga. You stayed out real. They were like, it's okay. I'm in high school with two, dog. Yeah, they ain't going to be with each other. I'm like, I don't think they are. <laughs> I just was like, bro, that is hell. The shipping community is weird, folks. Weird. Unpause. That's fucked up, but uh, but yeah, man. So I'm disturbed. It, it was a decent episode. Animation wise, it was decent. 
but it's not Demon Slayer Episode 19, but I would say this, what they have on Demon Slayer Episode 19, the evolving of women in anime. Also That's the action, because, like, Demon Slayer was just a sword slice, and them niggas was throwing hands. In yeah, they were actually, like, going at it, so... I don't have really anything else to add. Y'all can say y'all thoughts. I ain't got nothing to add. It was all right. Stop Me neither. Yeah, so y'all tweaked mm-hmm. by saying this is the greatest episode 19 ever. But we are super serious about making our episode 19 bracket. Episode 19 bracket. That, that moment in the group chat was funny <laughs> as hell because we looked and episode 19 have some bangers, G. Across it's the some board, bangers. bro. Across the board, G. Like, it's episode 19 bangers all across the board. So we will do a episode 19 bracket. It will be funny as hell. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, oh, March Madness is actually next month. So it works. Um, oh, bracket time. Yep. So that will be our annual bracket. Um, let's see. So, okay, we're going to go into uh, Manga World. Uh... Let's hit my hero first. So, I think I think we're gonna have very decisive views on this app on this chapter. <laughs> Honestly, because me and DC had a conversation, and Cam said his thoughts again. <laughs> so, I don't even know what happened. What I'm happened? Probably I'm probably going Ranger again. But. All right. So, so yeah. So. What chapter number is this? What three hundred three or three hundred two? Three hundred two. So, so yeah. So pretty much this chapter. Let me pull up the chapter so I can uh, reminisce. So pretty much this chapter go uh, mm-hmm. goes into detail about how Endeavor Sizzle, sorry, Sizzle, Sizzle went into the path of becoming pretty much an abusive father and husband, and. We're also going to detail on how it's kind of Ray, who is Ray, who is his wife and the mother of the kids. She has some blame, and also that Dobby is pretty much a snobby, spoiled white white kid at this point. So <laughs> we see much see like he tell so pretty much the chapter opens up with him saying, "Hey, we keeping Shoto away from all y'all. Y'all fucking nuts. Even though the daughter hasn't done nothing, and the other kid, I don't even remember his name." Natsu, whatever. He, yeah, Natsu. Yeah, Natsu. They, they like, look, we innocent. We already know we ain't shit. So <laughs> leave us alone. So, and it's funny because the chapter has this panel where Endeavor, I mean, Sizzle is just in the dark looking angry as hell. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. I'm not, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, all I'm I can show anyone is the world of heroes. He just, and he looks like a villain. <laughs> like, gee, like, evil is I will say, it's Hirokoshi. Drew this nigga so evil, bro. <laughs> it, it's so evil. <laughs> like, gee. So, moving on. So, pretty much, uh, Toya is still alive at this point. He's not dead. Uh, he probably has got the one of the greatest off-screen whoopers of all time. So, Endeavor pretty much like, hey, t- uh, Shoto, I'm going to train you because you're the perfect child and stuff. Meanwhile, in the midst of this... Toya, aka Dobby, is going away training in secret while Endeavor left his wife to say, Hey, make sure his ass don't train because he will he keeps hurting himself and all of that. But she lets him go anyway. So he's a caring father, see. So we're pretty much starting to see that in the way I will say this. I know Cam, you what you say you was joking, but 
He slightly no. cares enough no. he's going to send tell the kid, no. don't train. But no. Ray fucks it up even more by letting him go no. train. So no. it's like, hey. So, he care about the kid. No. Bro, he still don't care about his kid. No. That's what I'm saying. He don't no. care. But no, he don't care. I have a different opinion, but I'll let y'all. Yeah, so we'll, oh, yes. let me just go over the chapter. So this is our, the funniest part in the chapter, though, was uh, Toya tries to talk to Natsu and like, hey. I'm gonna read what he says verbatim. Uh, let's see. I mean, once I mean that was one time, right? Lil Show don't do anything wrong, but Dad's to blame too. He won't even pay attention to us. We're failed creations. Crazy, right? What modern heroes are about making all these kids they don't even need. This he's really smart for 13. Uh, then Natsu says, "Hey, don't you bug sis about this stuff once in a while?" And then Toya like, "You're telling me to buzz off too, Natsu? Even you?" This nigga's hurt. I'm talking well, to you because you're the only one who gets it. You you all agree. You agree, right? The women in this house are not good for nothing. Ain't shit. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all the way funky. Yo. Right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. The funny thing is, I don't think the sister does anything. <laughs> and she's, she's getting blamed like, hey. She ain't shit either. Moms ain't I mean, shit. He said, did he say they worthless? Yes. I mean, yeah. So, They're good for nothing. Right. Because <laughs> the sister don't do shit, so she's technically worthless. <laughs> oh my god. So, so the next panel goes. It shows the mom letting him go train at that mountain, or whatever. And no, she didn't let he, him go train. Oh, she didn't he, let him go train. Let, oh yeah, he, remember, yeah, she, she didn't. She, she was trying to and, stop him, and then he said. This is said, why your you, mom. He said, "Fuck <laughs> you." This is why your parents sold you off. I'm like, G- <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, G. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm not gonna lie, G. I kind of fuck with Toya a little bit, just a little bit when it comes to some of the confrontations that he said in this episode. You know like some of these, it's the interactions <laughs> that make it funny. But I'm just like, G. He is really the the. The school shooter white kid right now, G, where he tells his parents, y'all can go to hell. You ain't shit, mom. <laughs> I'm going to go train in the he force. Gotta get... this whole flashback. <laughs> but also, Horikoshi, the, the, just the, how he drew Toya and some of these, like, his facial expressions is golden. It's very freaking golden, G. So, so yeah, so he's training, whatever. Mom was, mom was uh, too. And then he and then his flames finally go red to blue. So which was super interesting, uh so while he was training. But then we also learned that he never really learned Endeavor only taught him how to ignite, he never taught him how to control the flames. So which goes into why he ended up hurting his is doing more harm to himself than anything, especially now that he has the blue flames. So now pretty much Endeavor's <laughs> These panels, these panels really make it never like just turn them to a dark shadow, big swole shadow, makes them seem like train. like a really evil son of a bitch. Like, don't talk to my mommy like that. So, he said, "Why'd you? Why didn't you stop him, homie? He mad as hell." And then he talking about this. Oh, told her. Oh, this is. Sh- I thought this was Toya for but it was Shoto. They said, "Don't bully mom." And then he said, "Show, get the hell up out of here, bro." You don't need to. You, this is not your time. So it's like, 
the little brother's the one that's trying to stop the violence. <laughs> yeah, because the other two kids is crying in the corner. <laughs> exactly. It was just like, gee, it's like, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, so then it goes back to the present where the mom is, except saying, like, hey, I take some of the blame, too. Endeavor sits there and says, hey, I got ain't some shit. of the blame. And Our then, family uh, ain't shit. Yeah, we ain't, ain't shit. We, we, we suck. <laughs> we, we're trash parents. Our kids suck. And thank God for Shoto for, for turning Shoto. his family around. Except for Shoto. <laughs> Shoto's the one that saves the family, G. This sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I lied. <laughs> Sizzle, what was it? Sizzle in a house of flames. <laughs> Yo, there we go. <laughs> Sizzle in a house of flames. That might be the episode title. <laughs> Sizzle in the house of flames. That's wild. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the chapter. Uh, pretty much, they say Shoto saved the family, and and that, and best genius in Hawks is like, damn, all right, cool. I guess they got they fixed them. So uh, that's it. So that's the chapter. Uh, DC, uh, you go ahead and say what your thoughts. On I was gonna chapter. let y'all y'all say y'all opinion. No, 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 I say what you gotta say first. No, because I'm gonna be quick. Y'all gonna rant. I'm gonna be quick. I'm gonna be quick too. I ain't got much to say. Alright, so pretty much all I gotta say is this. Let y'all cook. It's it's messy. It's it like all I'm gonna say is Horikoshi did a good job and still making it seem like and that Sizzle is still at fault. But he also cause I already like even after last shot, I I accept the fact Dobby was just some type of like, yo, this nigga just don't get it. He like even though Endeavor was trying to tell him, okay, look. I realize I can't push you too hard because your body can't handle the flames. Last chapter. He text showed was like, oh, yeah, you fucked up. So they went back to showing, like, this is what led to the abuse, the abusive and sizzle. I get it. So like, I'm glad he kind of kept them in the image of, like, hey, either you're going to really hate this nigga or you're going to really see how he's being, he's humanized, not humanizing them to the point where it's like you see the extremes. It's either or. So yeah, I like how he did that. Uh, because I was really gonna be mad if if they used that as a way to say it justifies. Feel sorry for him. Yeah, like I would have been mad because like I I've been vocal on the pod of saying like I like the redemption arc that he's trying to bring with Sizzle. So with this, it's like okay, I get it. Even though, like, it made me kind of sit there and be like, yo, this nigga was really fucked up. And I, that's why I kind of like how he drew it. Like, the drawings was on point. So, it's yeah. like, it really get, yeah. throws the feeling in. So, I'm more like, I like how he handled it. Be, and But it's also, when, more I look at it, it's like, damn, this really feels like a Tyler Perry movie right now. <laughs> in terms of the abusive father, it just this time they're using the kids. Because Tyler Perry rarely uses the kids as a focus in the movies. But... Depends. He did do yeah, that depends. He can, but he don't do it all the time. Like, so I look at it still in the sense of like now I really see how it's the mother's fault. Cause like Ken, when I was like, because last week Ken was like, it's no, the mom too. I was like, now I kind of see why. Cause it's like, gee, you could have did more to stop this little nigga. You could have did more to stop him, even though Endeavor played could have done more too. Cause he was like, separate him. She could have did more as a mother. 
Dobby was just literally being that little white piece of shit. So it's just like, I see how it's like a, it's a three spectrum fault. I'm still giving Endeavor a bulk of it. It's like 50% him and then 25 the other two. But I like how Horikoshi handled it on this chapter. And I'm glad that it's over with now too. So that's, those are my thoughts. Yep. I'll say the same thing. Uh, I think that what Horikoshi portrayed, like I was going to be mad is because he kind of did do it too. Like he didn't, it's it's like, I didn't want him to use this as an excuse for us to have some sort of empathy for a uh, sizzle for like, Oh, you know, like, Oh, like he, but he really like, nah, he a grown ass man, bro. And he did this shit consciously. I ain't got no sympathy for this nigga or no empathy, whatever the one is, the, the correct usage of the term. Um, but I think he did a good job in portraying just how nasty the family situation is. Um, I'll say this because I'm a very, I'm a very uh, emotional dude when it comes to shit like this. Um, and this is no fault to hear Kochi. This is just what I'm saying as a, as a, as a casual, cause I'm a casual My Hero fan. Like I don't really be seeking this shit out. Um, I'll say this after this chapter is fuck Sizzle's family straight up. Um, I don't like Sizzle because to me at this point as a father, as a father, not as a hero, as a father, he is irredeemable. I just, I, I can't, yes, he can kind of try, try to patch things up with Shoto and his mom and um, like uh, Natsu and the other chick, but just seeing all that shit and like him kind of trying to sprinkle a little bit of feel sorry for Endeavor at the end of the chapter, like look at him lying on the hospital bed. He really kind of, con- no, like I don't, to me at this point, as a father, father character sizzle is irredeemable hero sizzle that's when it's like okay you fucked up everything that happened as a result of toya doing whatever he did is your fault a hundred percent you intentionally married someone you you marry somebody with the intention of creating a an experimental child to take over another dude like simp shit right because like sizzle is a simp um and as a result of that you ended up like ruining your entire family because you wanted to chase something that you could not achieve. So now that you know that and you're going to own up to it, like what Shoto said at the end, where it's like, okay, pull yourself together because we have to stop Toya. I like that. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that Hirokoshi was going for, I, I don't know what, I don't know specifically like a hundred percent what he was going for. Um, but as far as how I feel about each of the characters, I fucking hate Sizzle. Like, I still hate him to this day. I don't like him at all. But I do see that he has hero redeeming qualities, not the other way around. Um, his mom, like I said before, she's an enabler, uh, which is why at the previous chapter with me and DC was having that conversation, I was like, yeah, you share a lot of blame too because you enabled this shit. You, you got weak will when your kid told you you wasn't shit. Woman up. You a mother. That's your son. Don't act that's gonna show some respect. His kids enable. She also too. has freezing power. She could have froze that nigga solid, man. <laughs> his kid, like his kids, his kids are enablers too. Um, the fact that they weren't vocal as far as why can't we hang out with Shoto? Like let's 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 well, come on, like like this is fucked up. Like really, the only 
two characters I feel something for, even though we kind of meme him, is Toya and Shoto. Toya in the sense that, like, really he got dealt the wrong hand. He was born the first. He was born first. If it was anybody else, they would be in the same position as Toya. So it's like I feel the. I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying, like, he's not a villain. Like, what he is currently, he needs to be stopped, right? But what I, what I don't, but I do understand how he got to that point because his family situation is fucked up. And Shoto as well. You can't really do too much about those two things. Um, so, like I said before, like, my initial reaction was fuck this chapter. But, like, upon reflection, I see the direction that Hirokoshi went with the Sizzle family stuff. And I like it because it's not like he's trying to say that, like, oh, feel sorry for Endeavor. Or not Endeavor, I'm sorry. Feel sorry for Sizzle. Like, oh, it's so blah, blah, blah. It's more like, this is what he did. He needs to own up to it, and he needs to take on the mantle of herohood and rise up and do something about it. So those are my thoughts. I really like this chapter. Um, I was a little worried last week because I was like, is he really going to... I wouldn't say not necessarily humanize because he's already humanizing Sizzle, but... I was worried that he was going to try to take the responsibility from Endeavor and place it on Dobby. And I liked how this chapter basically framed the complexity of the Todoroki household dynamic. Because in real life, it's not always black and white. So I like how they implemented that. Like how Cam said, he has hero-like qualities. As a father, he failed. Like, because Dobby's a thing. You can't take that back. But as a hero, he could help stop. And I like that that's the end goal for Endeavor's character arc is I'm going to make sure Dobby like this is our family situation. We got to end it. So that's Endeavor's main goal is fixing what he started. I also enjoy um, like what me like what me and Cam said about how the mother was at fault because she's the one that gave Todoroki a scar and in this chapter they talk about she's like I saw Endeavor. I saw you and my kids. And I, what I will say this is that Endeavor did, he, you know, he abused them. And people were trying to say that he wasn't physically. He was, because if you um, look at the paneling and you go back and reread, it kind of implies that he did something physical too. Because her voice line was like groggy. It wasn't like, but I'll, I'll say that for another day. But like she enabled the situation. She doesn't care about those kids either from what I read. Because yeah. this, this is a quirk marriage. And she was very detached with each of the kids. It seems like she doesn't, I'm here, like what Toya said, you wanted money, so you're here. That's why you're complacent. And it makes sense why she stayed in the situation for money. And um, that's just messed up. Now, me and Chris talked about how, like, I don't blame Natsu. I don't blame the sister. Uh, the reason why, like, when, not when uh, Dobby was talking to his younger brother about this whole situation that's a lot of deep stuff for an eight-year-old to try to, like, you know, talk back to. So he was kind of tweaking, like, you're the only one I could talk to. Like, He's like, can't you just talk to the older one? Because she is technically, like, one a year, year younger. younger She's a year younger. So it's like. I would say I, I would say I kind of disagree. Just because using real life experiences, you can't have those deep. You can't have those deep conversations with older siblings. I think that. I think that because of the fucked up mental state of the Todoroki household, he just wasn't able to comprehend because there's so much shit going on in her household. But I will say that, like, the reason why I'm saying that, like, 
because you never know what you have until you're gone, right? You never you never realize that when you look back at certain situations, if you said something or you did something different, that things could have changed. Like he said, in terms of what what Toya, even though like yeah, the conversation is funny, but what Toya in that situation was looking for was someone who understood him and the only person in that household at that moment who completely understood what he was going through was his younger brother because they're both males and they both were tossed aside by endeavor or it's by sizzle because they ain't shit so in that moment like yeah i guess the way he worded it was weird but it was like one of those like you know like you understand don't you like come on like this shit is messed up like why like like something like a cry for help basically right that's what toya was doing we meme it but that's kind of how i took that interaction and why it's like i'm i'm not necessarily saying that he's 100 percent at fault but i'm saying that there is still some blame with his siblings as a result of things to do with shoto and like still placing all the responsibility on shoto as a result of you know his kids and then toya in the sense that like removing Shoto he still had brother and sister and even they were like fuck off like you saying some shit I don't care about like talk to my sister about that shit it's kind of like and we realize we know how fucked up mentally Koya is so it's like that shit like yeah he's saying some deep shit but it's like a cry for help he got rejected and now mama don't care about me daddy don't care about me and even my siblings don't want to talk to me and that's what I'm like that's I understand that point. What I'm trying to say is like, like what Chris said, he's a psychotic spoiled brat. Cause I'm not saying it's all his fault because he got pushed to that point by sizzle. So that's all his, in my opinion, it's like 90% sizzle, 10% the mom. I don't blame any of the kids. Cause it's like, uh, it, I don't know. It's just weird. Cause he specifically showed the ages. And so that made me think, cause before this, I thought, how he, how Natsu was talking about it, made it seem like they were close in age. Yeah, they were closer in age. Yeah, but he specifically pointed out like Natsu's way younger; it's five year difference. And but he also pointed out the fact that him and Toya were still close despite that. Yeah, they were close. Yeah. They've had that conversation multiple times. I don't think, like they highlighted multiple points that whatever you say to him, he's gonna go back up that mountain. So I think everybody was kind of like, we're trying, but we can't get to you and i think that's the point with dobby is that even though all this messed up stuff happened he's unhinged because that's a common thing with everybody in the league of villains and that's the other thing that i like about it is that it kind of makes dobby more of a villain i'm not going to stand him as much because he was kind of like Ugh, to me but i like what it did for dobby it made todoroki look amazing this whole flashback despite Just, that he is who he is today like as a five-year-old kid defending his mom like todoroki is a hero through and through so I, I mess with it and um it's just Dobby seems like a not a lost cause because you could have helped him with mental you know getting mental help for him but I just don't blame Natsu for it so when he was talking about oh it's my fault I don't blame you bro I wouldn't have blamed you so that's why like when I was reading I'm like you're not really at fault the older sister I mean there's not really much you could have did I just blame the, the, the parents in the situation. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying he couldn't have helped because the opportunity was there. But um, I think Horikoshi did a good job of not shying away from villainizing and explaining what happened. Uh, like what Chris said, paneling. Paneling-wise, this was pretty good, even though it was funny. <laughs> like that scene where he was screaming, trying to push the crowd, that was kind of funny. But uh, 
Like it was it was a really good uh flashback. I think this is probably my favorite one of my favorite flashbacks in the story so far. I really enjoyed this chapter. Yeah. Um, like, you get a real good feel of the character. Yeah, it was a really good chapter overall though. Um but yeah, the illustrations on on point, G. That's how I say the illustrations are definitely on point. Hey, niggas uh, already memeing that that picture of him pulling his hair, like talking. They already uh, yeah. using that for meme purposes. So I ain't surprised. Yeah. So overall, uh, my the, the theme of this chapter is fuck Sizzle's family, except Shoto. Pretty much. I don't I like none that. of them. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead and go into Boruto. Um, I didn't. I skimmed through the chapter. Honestly. You only need to know one thing. From that chapter, them niggas got nerfed. That's literally all the I got from got the chapter. The niggas got nerfed. Fucking hell. So, for for all my, I'm gonna leave this discussion. Um, for all my, down because I don't understand. Um, I don't know if this is Kishimoto because we did see that Kishimoto stepped in. I don't know if this is the new nigga. Um, this chapter was a hot pack of ass. Uh, like at first like I was at first because I was like man I really fucking hate the My Hero chapter but then I was like okay I kind of like it I still fucking hate Sizzle and his and his family because fuck him um, but then I was like damn bro like what there was something else that pissed me off and then when we did when we DC mentioned Boruto I was like oh yeah um so basically uh, I guess the way they retcon Naruto's death is that um Kuruma was like, yeah, that new form that you used um, in exchange for using it, I said it was gonna it was gonna take away a life. I didn't say it was gonna be your life, it would be my life. So Kuruma which I don't know how they explain it's kinda like the the fucking it, this reminds me of Dragon Ball Super when they had to retcon the Patara fusion shit. Where it was like, oh, I thought that stuff was supposed to stay permanent. Oh, but if you're God, you can cancel any time, and it's 30 minutes now. Like, okay, whatever. Um, it's like one of those situations in Boruto where it's like, now all of a sudden the fucking Jinjuri, the freaking Hell Beast can die, and the host won't die. Whatever. Uh, so, Kuruma's dead. Naruto's been severely nerfed, and Sasuke can't use his running gun anymore. Um, because Boruto stabbed it. Uh, so... Uh, also, what else is it? Um, a new, there's this, uh, other, there's this, there's this yeah. other nigga that, because I, I haven't read, read a lot of the Boruto shit, there's this other nigga who, like, was supposed, who failed to be, like, a, um, a host or some shit, a vassal for the uh, Osusuki no, tribes, yeah. um, and the dude came back, he was like, yeah, bro, just, like, I don't know, kill Boruto, or, like, get, get Boruto to get eaten up by the ten, the pale beast, uh, then you eat the chakra of life and you become a god or some shit like that. And then you'll go around consuming multiple universes and then you'll be... Okay, I'm gonna say it like this. Dragon Ball Super, when it comes to expanding the universe, that's some dope shit. I know it's a meme that it's like, oh, you remember, you know, original Naruto, where like it used to be just be about ninjas and shit, now it's about space warrior shit. I'm gonna tell it like this. I don't Fuck the Otsutsuki clan, bro. I'm so mad that they brought them niggas into this shit. I don't know if I'm the only one, bro. I'm sick of this shit, G. Like, I, it was kind of cool in the last, but, like, this shit is just too much for me at this point, bro. Like, 
okay you know the the like the kaguya shit like that that was like a who cares like fourth ninja great like let's end this shit you didn't know how to kill off madara cool but now it's like fucking Boruto has karma you kill Boruto or you kill kawaki doesn't have karma anymore for some reason i don't know you kill Boruto you have Boruto get eaten up by the tree you eat the chakra of life then i'll become your host and then we'll eat and consume galaxies and you'll become uh, a god like the fuck i didn't ask for this in naruto g like why is this shit a thing and then you nerf naruto and you nerf sasuke so it's again it's like another moderate situation where you wrote them where it's like i'm looking at the beginning of boruto and like how the fuck does we do we get to this point because naruto and sasuke are so powerful and now it's like oh sasuke can't reuse the on anymore naruto doesn't have kurum anymore so bye bye infinite chakra so my fears kind of came true like i'm at this point where i just i just don't care it just this it's just too much maybe it's because i'm dumb i just don't like i i, I can't even understand shonen nowadays or not I, maybe i'm just the only one on the pod who, who has that sentiment but this shit is it's too much and the naruto sasuke shit pissed me off bro so that's it this shit this chapter was ass yeah, I, I don't like it either. I remember when, um, like, my main issue with Naruto, like, my main critique is the Otsutsuki stuff. I feel like that is the downfall. I would not downfall. That is a blemish, a big-ass blemish, like, on-your-face type fault with the series because it's basically, I feel like uh, uh, Kishimoto and the people, they're trying to not, it's weird. It's like DBZ is the gold standard, and you're trying to, you know how people compare the two. I feel like this is a ploy to immortalize Naruto in that same vein, but instead yeah. of I don't know, because like Go like Gohan was supposed to be, you know, the main uh, thing, and then you know, audience was like, "F that, we want Goku back." And then now they're trying to do the same thing. It's literally the same thing. There's a little bit of difference here, but like they're going in the same route story wise, and it's kind of ask because we don't care because it's about ninjas we don't care about space consumption yeah. and all this other stuff because it's not about chakra anymore it's not about ninja tools it's like this whole new i don't know what it is um naruto i understand that kurama didn't say oh i'm you're the one that's gonna die and it's supposed to be a twist but it's kind of asked because kurama's supposed to be like this cesspool of chakra like infinite chakra so how they explained it was like nuclear fission and the weaker one cancels cancels out from what I know or what I, he, yeah. he specifically brought up nuclear fission and the weaker energy cancels out. So how does Naruto not die in the, I mean, I mean, how does Naruto, I mean, how does Kurama die and Naruto stay alive in this situation? Cause Kurama has the bigger chakra. So that's another thing. It's like, you shouldn't have even made that explanation. Another thing is that is this even a nerf, Loki? Because, like, the the Sage of Six Paths, when he came to him, he's like, you're a reincarnation of Ashura. So he has Sage. Um, no, I remember they remembered he took it back. I think he But he even then back. he has, like. Yeah. But I don't know, because I feel as though, like, that's that's the way that, like, because obviously something happens to Naruto. Kawaki or whoever does something to Naruto, right? And I feel like now this is the excuse that they have, right? Where it's like he's not strong because he doesn't have Karama. So I feel like this is, especially because, like, again, 
they like not only like okay the naruto stuff maybe you can make a case for it but with sasuke specifically he cannot use the rene shoringan anymore basically kashi yeah. wild yeah and the reason why he can't use the rene shoringan peep this is because it was a sneak attack from a momoshiki possessed boruto where his eye got stabbed by a kunai and do you remember in the um was it yeah in the Boruto movie where it showed him fighting Momoshiki and the axe was like right in front of him, he just teleports? Like like so it's like like technique wise in the story, these guys are supposed to be like super fast thinking on a drop of a dime, lightning quick react that that whole thing was stupid. Um I still don't think they should be that helpless because all of those Suzuki are gone. Like they they shouldn't be like dog shit without their stuff because they still had yeah they're still kage level so i don't see even if they die cam that's bs to me they should have just kept naruto sealed up earlier in the arc where he was sealed in that thing in that random dimension you should just kept them there yep and sasuke you could have just uh had him get jumped by otatsuki and he dies it's just stupid to me you're making boruto and kawaki these the next up you're like, making you're pulling yeah. a star wars basically we're like all the star wars new trilogy movies killed off the old cast in order to make the new one strong you're doing the same thing with boruto where you're intentionally where instead of building up the characters side by side as a generational passing on the torch yeah. you're intentionally you're intentionally making the 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 old generation weak to freaking exponentially grow the current generation which is not how you do this thing x and you know what Boruto's goal is not even to be Hokage, so why don't you just shove him into an... If you're going to do this planet stuff, shove him to another planet instead of killing off Kurama or Naruto. Just have him be somewhere where they're not, and they can't get to him. And you can have a whole storyline about Boruto learning, having his own journey where he's not with his dad and his dad can't get to him because it's some... I don't know. There's other ways you could have did it. And Kurama, if you're going to have Kurama die, you got to have it be more impactful than just a... Like, it, it was, was just out a of little character. conversation, G. Like, all right, bye, Naruto. <laughs> remember, God bless. We had a whole, we had a whole arc about Naruto befriending Kurama, and he and Kurama's like, "So what do you have left to say?" He's like, "Well, you killed my mom and my dad." He already forgave him for that. So yeah. why are you bringing it up? You would think that there would be like a tears and like thank yeah. you for being on this journey with me and giving me power to stop a war and save my friend and all this other shit. He was just like, "You killed my mom and dad." Peace. And then Kurama was like. See ya. Yeah, God bless. Y'all had See a See you on the other side, nigga. That's bogus, bro. Like, the, the whole Kurama, like, it's just, it's, it sucks because they're buddies now. They're best friends. Remember earlier where, like, Kurama came, I was like, don't you dare do anything to Naruto Kawaki. You better stay right here. Like, where's the brotherly bond between these two? Have a flashback. Remember when, um, we uh, linked for the first time. I don't know. Just like there should have been more, more dialogue between the two leading up to their death because we didn't get much of Karama throughout Boruto. It's just this is how you put them out. I don't know. And if you bring them back, that's even more trash because I feel like I don't think he's completely gone. Because yes, I don't remember bring him back. they can because he they split him up in two and then remember that little nexus spot where all the biju where oh, they're yeah. like. That's in Naruto. He's linked to that, so he's not just linked to. I don't know. I don't think he's completely gone, but 
either way, you're trying to bait me. Just don't go there in the first place. It's just, I don't know. It's garbage. Straight garbage. So, that's it for me. Yeah, I don't really have nothing else to add. Y'all hate everything. I feel like some bullshit. Them niggas got nerfed. And I don't know what they're going to go next. So. Solid. Yeah. Solid. So, she going so, uh, Dragon Ball Super Chapter. Um, who wants to lead that? Oh. Who, who all read the chapter? It was just me, DC, Dejiro? I read it too, but I didn't really care for much. Oh. Shit, hold on. Like, I've, I've recently read uh, it. So oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's I have to remember. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to say, like, everything. that. Ha- I'll hit on the major things. First thing of uh, the Vegeta and Beerus conversation, really like that. Um, yeah, that was a good I remember. <laughs> I remember that because it was a it was like a little comedy thing where like I remember we said like, um, uh, you haven't told Vegeta that you destroyed uh, that you told Frieza to, to destroy Planet uh, Vegeta and then Beerus got kind of shook. He was like, I'm not gonna tell him that. <laughs> um, and then now in this chapter, he's like, he's training, he's seriously training Vegeta, and he was like, you can't get you can't get more powerful because you keep holding on to the past and like you blame he was like yeah um planet vegeta deserves to die like we're, we're not saints you know like our planet being destroyed it, it it was it wasn't like a oh shit type of like we didn't deserve it. it's like a yeah we kind of messed up on a lot of things even before frieza took us over um and then beerus was like yeah who gives a shit about that i destroyed countless worlds too i don't give a fuck um, stop stop focusing on the past and the reason why you can't go further is because you keep you keep getting stumbled by that shit. So he's like, Yeah, I just I told Freeza to destroy your planet. What you gonna do about it, bitch? Um so that was a really cool interaction of really great character development for Vegeta because like his whole thing is saying pride and blah 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 and then Beerus is basically like you can't get powerful if you keep holding on to that shit. So let it go. Um so that was pretty dope. Um, then we got some good interactions as far as establishing some lore with um, uh, Granola, right? That's his name. Yeah, Granola, yeah. the the Cerulians and yeah. the Mechians, and then there's some other people on the planet that I don't fodder sugarians, sugarians or something. Them them egg them egg niggas or whatever. Um, but really, we got some good lore as far as explaining the Mechians and the Dragon Ball in the sense that. Namekians are like a a nomad race, so to speak. Like they kind of came into Universe Seven, and they kind of like just went all over the place. Um, and then each each of those tribes had their own set of like Dragon Balls and rules associated. They said that gathering the Dragon Balls originally was like some kind of rite of passage for young warriors, and um, that like the Dragon Balls were never meant to make selfish wishes and shit like that. Obviously, they kind of went into it in GT. Um, but uh, it was, they said that, like, because they went to the new Namek, um, and they were talking about, oh, yeah, there used to be some other Namekians that were on this planet, um, but I don't know if they've been wiped out. We see that uh, Granola has been taking care of this uh, Namekian elder who created, or I guess at least got passed down to torches, owning the Dragon Balls, and that there's only two Dragon Balls in the Cerulean world, and uh, Granola, um, he is Bardock. He wants to fucking kill Frieza because he, you know, he destroyed his planet. I guess he don't. He don't like Saiyans. 
but he hasn't he has flashback essays, but he hasn't shown like a fuck Saiyans thing yet. I'm pretty sure he will in the future, but for now it's like fuck Frieza. Uh so he finds out that he has one set of Dragon Balls. There's another one that some other dude found and he steals it. Um and the chapter ends with him making a wish to that dragon, the that Shinron basically saying like make me the strongest warrior make me like the strongest warrior in the universe so i'm curious of how that's gonna go like I, it's not gonna be a zamasu situation where like he becomes goku next chapter some shit like that uh but i'm i'm curious as to what kind of power up he's gonna get um and um for all you people who don't like frieza you might as well stop watching it or stop reading this art because he plays a major role. Yeah, <laughs> he plays a major role in this art role. because Granola is on the fuck freezer train. Uh, so I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm curious as to how that wish is gonna go. I do like the Namekian and Dragon Ball thing explained because, like, we just so far we've seen seven sets of Dragon Balls, but it's pretty cool to see that there's one. There was a smart race of Namekians who was like, "Why go through all the extra shit? We could just have two. Simple. Like it. Oh, and then Granola's character is, he's starting to kind of grow on me, just because I like Bardock originally, so, like, he kind of, I kind of already like him because of that avenge me type of shit um, character in Dragon Ball, so I'm curious to see how it progresses, but the Vegeta and Beerus stuff was definitely really good as far as establishing his future power-up and his future character development, and once again, y'all niggas getting some Vegeta, so don't say that he ain't getting nothing, bro. He is number two, but they doing a good job of establishing him as number two. Uh, but this is a great chapter overall. Yeah, I agree. I'm really curious on, um, like, like I don't know for y'all, but like it, this granola wishing to be powerful is like a reoccurring thing that people low key ask. Like, why don't they just wish for like, like they always wish people back, but they don't wish a get make me more powerful or just kill yeah. somebody. Like, this is one of the wishes that a lot of people in the community have been asking for years. So it's cool to see it in the manga. Um, I know he's a range fighter. Like he's really good with like shooting. He's like and a sniper. It'd be raw if like he gets really powerful and he's just like a key blast type, like range dude. Like he's hitting Goku from like planets away or like universes away. If he shoots Frieza while he in mid space. I'll cry laughing. That'd be wild. But I'm excited because his fighting style is different. So there's this potential there. I'm not going to be like too hype over what because he it could just get back to fisticuffs and they just boxing and shit. But uh, I, I really like the dialogue. I'm I'm enjoying if it's Akira or whoever. What's the dude that's writing this? Toyotama. Toyota. He's really good. He's, yeah, doing, he's doing a good job. Really good. But yeah, same thing as Cam. I enjoyed the Namekian <laughs> stuff too. So my thoughts on the chapter is, uh, where my go that? <laughs> he was he, him and Weiss was talking about Vegeta. Weiss did pop. Him and Goku did pop up for like two. Yeah, they, like, they two was talking. Panels. They, they was like, two panels. They was like, oh, snap, what's happening with Vegeta? I'm like Bear's ass <laughs> tweaking over there, huh? <laughs> he was in the chapter. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, shout out to the world building. This that was the biggest gripe with Dragon Ball Z, whatever you want to call the other series. And like a world builder, either you on Earth or Namek. But this yeah. time, the the from from GT did it first. Universe six, you you know they did plan to hop in that first season. Um, but Universe six and on Universe six tournament and on, they really 
did their thing on the world building. And it, you know, as much as we love the black the Goku black arc, like that was the only arc they didn't build shit on. They used they existing properties to build an arc, but it still goes black over everybody. Now after that, how they created a a legit universe and multiple universe to make him give a fuck about, like <laughs> like me giving a fuck about them other universes is a big thing because I really don't give a shit about anything in anime. So it's 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 amazing. I'm 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 ecstatic to see what comes from it. I'm ecstatic to see what comes from Vegeta. I honestly, if he learned God of Destruction key, if he know how to make that power fission shit he got from Yajirai works, all that type of stuff. Shout out to it. Whatever he does, shout out to that nigga. Um, my goat is my goat. I ain't really gotta talk about him. There's only one more thing. This show got to do. I mean, this manga got to do, and it's fucking goaded. I'm telling you, one more thing this manga has to do, and it's fucking goaded. Find out to put a Gohan storyline in this bitch, and it's goaded. It's yeah. fucking goaded. Give I'm, this I'm, man I'm not ultimate Gohan blue or some shit, bro. <laughs> no, not even, I'm not even talking about just power. Just him acknowledging the fact. Yo, I'm ass. I'm tired of being ass. <laughs> like, remember, because they can, they can do it. Remember at they the can end. Build up from the tournament, yeah. Not even at the tournament. At the end of the go, the um, the Goku Black art and go and, and before Trunks was like, man, this nigga a bitch. And then at the end of the arc, he was like, go home. Like, I'm back training, man. folks. Yeah. I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> I, just to add some point. Even if you could do Gohan versus fucking Goku and Goku bitching him around, saying, bro, you ain't shit, folks. And Gohan, you know what, man? Fuck you, dad. And start fighting on some competitive shit, not know how the internet say Gokhan don't love his father and shit like that. But on some competitive <laughs> shit, like, yo, let's tussle. Then Gohan gets a severe power from anger or some shit like that, like he was supposed man, to. Man, so, I mean, you don't need to give him blue. You don't need to give him God key. You, yeah. you, you, you build off on Ultimate. Just build on Ultimate. Yeah, just build off on Ultimate. You can go ultimate god, like the shit, nigga. Hey, Super Saiyan Blanco, we still ain't get that, buddy. Hey, Super Saiyan Blanco, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if um no, like that's the only thing is missing. Will we get it? I don't know. They are content with Gohan being a great father, and then no one being a good father. Sizzle can't do it. Let's have Gohan do it. Oh, so, but I am enjoying Dragon Ball Super. I was saying, I always say it again. Super is leagues better than Z. Let nostalgia stop. The, the, stop letting nostalgia ruin y'all brain. That's how y'all end up with Nintendo Direct. Stop letting nostalgia ruin y'all brains. Okay? But yeah. You, you know what's funny is that I thought, like when you said about being a better father, father than Sizzle, it's really low key objective facts that Father Tracksuit Gohan would fucking slap Sizzle in his strongest form. Uh, he, as he should. Shit. Duh. <laughs> I will hope so. Oh, but, shit. But there's nothing else to really add about uh, Dragon Ball Super. This chapter was really straightforward, world-building type chapter. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to news. Uh, news is going to be sponsored by Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> this week, Demon Slayer has took over the news, uh, anime news world. So uh, first things first, uh, they announced that and the uh the anime is technically the anime is back they call it season two but this is season three it is season three the movie this was season two. Demon Train. 
that's that's my thing, bro. Like Demon Train was season two. Yeah, but we don't. What the fuck am I supposed to see that shit? I don't like that shit. They, look, I think they they went to the assumption saying it is. It's, they they fucked up like anime streaming services and the means of illegal shit. Can't get mad at that because it was illegal. But whether it's not on Funimation, it's not on Crunchyroll. They I'm not getting COVID movies. It's not on HBO Max. It's not on Disney Plus. Motherfucker, I, I hope it ain't on Peacock. Like where the fuck to watch this fucking movie, bro? <laughs> I'm not about to buy a fucking Blu-ray. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm gonna be mad. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna go rate each episode of season three ass because I don't understand anything. Because I didn't watch season two. You gotta go to DC. Like so, who bro is right? <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> but not, yeah. and don't and don't don't uh, all my Demon Slayer fans, I like the Sabo picture. I'm not reading shit. I'm not gonna read that shit, bro. And I'm sorry, I'm Demon Slayer's draw drawings are nasty. I'm not reading that, <laughs> that the illustrations not reading. nasty. I, I, I know I'm not gonna read that shit, period. It's Even if it was it. good. So don't yeah. tell me, oh you can read the manga, bro. Read the manga. Nope. They announced the movie. I wanna watch the movie. They so, crazy, yeah. boy. So they, they better crazy. figure something out when it regards to the movie for because the season drops. Movie, that's like really good shit. So I don't know why they would do that. And it's really important moving forward. I don't know. They missed yeah. it out. They should have made to, this season. They need to figure something out because like the movie is pretty much canon as hell. So like for you for the viewers, anime only watchers is like, hey, help people out here. Cause you can't just sit there and what well, you're gonna do a episode one gonna be a recap of what happened on the movie and ass we, yeah, that'd be bogus <laughs> so yeah but anyway season 3 is confirmed they say season 2 but that's season 3 you ain't fooling me and also uh, people in Japan is concerned that their kids shouldn't be seeing this season because uh, it has a like lot the red, of it's like red light district it's the red light district I don't know why popping pussy and demon slayer. Hey, Who's hey, that on free this, right, this isn't that isn't even popping no pussy, man. It ain't that. It ain't it, that. It's it not even come nothing. Come it's not even nothing. Like, gee, I, I think I read half of that. Uh, half of that arc. There's nothing to be concerned about. You don't even see a titty, man, bro. But you let your man. kids watch fucking. Uh, What's that fucking show? High school DXD. You let your kids watch like all these other raunchy. Come, come on, man. Up, like. Bro. Redo hey, Hiller. Piece, they... Redo Hiller still a thing, G. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Redo Hiller is still a thing. Uh, moving on. Uh, Demon Slayer game. So yeah, there's a the gameplay for the Demon Slayer game has officially came out. Uh, if Demon Storm, <laughs> it's Demon literally Storm Demon Slayer. Slayer. Demon Storm. Demon Slayer Storm. Ultimate Demon Slayer. One <laughs> generations. Like. <laughs> Can y'all answer this question? Because uh, you know, we're going to shoot on it that it's a fact that Zarino fighter. Of course we are. Cause that's what yeah. we do. It is, it is what it is. Is there any other... Like, can they do anything else other than arena fighter and regular fighter? Yes. What is it? They could have They could have made a Demon Slayer a fucking... Action um, game. Action adventures Zelda-type game. Okay. Because I also got to... Like, why do... Or even Sekiro... Type. I ain't got the cash for that shit. Cause I know, but it's that shit. I know. They don't got the, but they don't got the fuck. How do you wanna know how they don't got the fucking cash for that shit? Cause we didn't even see half of the fucking upper or lower twelve in the fucking show. 
And that shit going off the show. So we're going off the niggas that we didn't see. And then if we go off the niggas that we didn't see, we don't even know what the fuck them 12 niggas do. Right. <laughs> Unless you watch the movie. <laughs> but only it's going like, to be like Shanks and One Piece games. Speculation shit. Random shit. <laughs> also, also, why do, why do anime... Like, it's, it's, it's funny as we say this, because nobody played that shit. But Black Clover really was on with something, bro. They was doing an Overwatch-style type game, and just nobody played this shit. Yeah, I would agree with you, but in the same token, that same year, Naruto Strikers came out. And that's the same fucking game. <laughs> Look, bro, they already ruined that series for me, bro. I'm okay. They already ruined Naruto. Naruto I'm, I'm gonna end up with them Naruto fans. Like, we all just, I kept quoting the Boruto shit, because I was like, why do I need to enforce, like, why do I have to jump in and start something again? But, like, at this point, bro, that series, that series gonna be on, like, this shit is ass. Like straight ass, <laughs> it's gonna be soon when niggas look at Naruto and not remember the greatness that is part one, not remember the cool shit that is part two, but look at the whole series as a conglomerate. And be like, yo, this shit is a pack of ass. He's <laughs> gonna be so fucking sad, bro. It is so fucking disagree like, with him. That shit crazy. Like I was saying, bro, like they don't have the roster. Like anybody remember Ultimate Ninja One? Ultimate Ninja yeah. One on PS2. Anybody yeah. remember that fucking roster? That ass. Was ass. You talking about what's what's the GameCube game? Uh, Naruto Revolution. Revolution. Was it Revolution? Oh, talking about a cat, bro. That was... shit went up to the Zabuza arc, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I was mad and said, "We." I, I'm mad. I I made my dad drop fifty dollars for that game, bro. I felt so bad, G. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, it's all like some games that no one played, but they at least they tried. You know what I'm saying? They had Naruto, Uzumaki Chronicles. Story ain't make a lick of fucking sense, but they tried. <laughs> oh, story ain't make sense. It was about puppet masters and shit. I'm like, yo, oh, I don't know what's going on. But um, no, dude said could have did something with it. I don't fucking know at this point, bro. Like anime games fucking suck. Like they mainstream f- anime games suck. There you like go. That. They fucking <laughs> suck, bro. It's really fucking bad. It's sad. It, like visually, yes, it's like it, yeah, visually looks good. Visually looks fucking amazing. I'm pretty sure it's gonna even look amazing when it's pop, but it's still ass. Fucking Joe Force saves a sad story mode is sad and too much fucking motion blur is sad. Some of that shit looking fucking cold. Still ass. Still ass. Like when do I don't even know who developed this game? It gotta be banned now. CC Chronicles. The same the same people who did the Storm games. That's why it's the way it's it is. Exactly. Is it's literally did the, that's why we call it. I can't blame them. Because big band back here go to check. Do the exact same shit. Here's the problem. Said, All right, bro. <laughs> yeah, you fail. Like we uh, still got they literally sit there and be like, people still play Ultimate Ninja Storm, by the way, four. So uh keep it moving. <laughs> Get ready for the ultimate sales and how Demon Slayer has the best-selling video game. Of- oh, my fucking God. <laughs> oh, Get ready for that shit. It's time, okay? It's- oh, man. Think, they, think that's a perfect transition. Speaking of time. <laughs> so, Demon Slayer's writer, Gotuge, uh, I don't, Gotuge, has made Time's next 100 people list. The first... That's a- the first mangaka to ever, ever touch that list. Oh, oh uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. 
Yo, Demon Slayer is so fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, it's different. Damn. I'm honestly shocked that Oda never made that list for being hey. consistently on top for like a good 10 plus years or some shit like that. that. that Demon, Slayer. Bro. <laughs> Demon Slayer caught that fucking bad. <laughs> but then y'all say like, then y'all say like the sales kind of saved the Japanese economy during the pandemic. So that's probably that's I a feat. So. Yeah, team. I guess so. <laughs> like, you gotta factor in, like, damn fucking damn it, bro. Like, what the fuck, G? I the reason I'm thinking about that because you think about legendary ass shows, you think about Hello Fucking Kitty, bro. Motherfucker make money, bro. You think oh, Hello Kitty get bags, Sailor Moon. This bitch here, bro. Guess what, folks. What makes that shit crazier, bro? Demon Slayer ain't last a decade. It didn't. Trust like, like did its thing and moved on. Said bye. It didn't. Yo, she struck gold. She knew what to fuck it. That's why I never seen the manga cut. That shot oh, yeah. ass. But I would never slam. And shout out to the you like my comment, but shout out to the reason saying, oh Dragon Ball got the same plot as fucking uh uh Demon Slayer. Y'all don't say shit about it. Nigga, suck my dick. But that fucking that, that that I could never talk bad about her, bro. Yeah, she did her thing, bro. That's what I'm saying. Shout out her. to shout out to Shorty. But I'm gonna say this, bro. Like low key, and you like just like we uh Team B, uh Pate, <laughs> I fucking hate you, Demon Slayer fans. Like I guess I I'll I'll die on that hill, bro. Like you guys I are the J Cole Demon Slayer fans are the J Cole fans of anime. Wow, oh my. I'll, Facts. That's that's facts, bro. That is pure. So what the fuck fact. is Attack on Titan fans did? Because them niggas horrible too. Attack on Titan fans are ass, bro. They they they're like since they're newer. We're going. No, nah, wait. No, nah, Demon Slayer came first. Them niggas compared fans. to Attack on Titan to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're M- they're Eminem fans, G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hey, I fans. Hey, because they they keep you know, calling it the goat. Like they they you can't. Bro, and that goes to all the characters too, bro. I don't think niggas actually watch for a minute. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not. I'm shutting up. Shut up. I fucking like I fucking hate y'all. I'm I like Shorty, shout out to you. That's an amazing accomplishment for like for her. But for you fans, stop blowing this shit out of proportion, bro. That this is her accomplishment. Let her let her revel in this shit, bro. Cause y'all going like, oh my god, goat status, goat status. Okay. Hitler was in Time magazine. He goat status. Yeah, they, they quiet on that. Right, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, wasn't remember when they was on Demon Slayer for the uh for the World War II uh oh, thing? Where no, y'all was, at? No, 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 that was my hero. That was my yeah, hero. That was my hero. That was my fans is just as toxic. No, there was no it was Demon Slayer because uh Tanjiro had to tag that the uh Oh yeah, his oh, uh his earrings. Yeah. yeah, they had to change the earrings, yeah. yeah that don't matter when, because episode nineteen Demon yeah. Slayer game. She made the top 100 list. That's what I'm saying. You Demon Slayer, you Demon Slayer fans, look at a. You know them number those, those. You remember those cubes you got that had like the numbers on each side? Y'all think those are Rubik's cubes, G? Like that's how fucking Damn. dumb y'all are, G. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna die on that hill. I really do not like y'all niggas. Y'all are like y'all are like Zoro fans to a series. <laughs> <laughs> so they secret Zoro fans, bro. They swords. 
fuck y'all and uh shout out to Shorty. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah, shout so, out to her. That's, much that's love, much respect. Uh anything anime? Oh yeah, uh Hunt the Hunter Hunter games coming out. It's oh wait, wait, wait. before that, some some little light news. Um, cause I forgot to mention this during Hori Mia. The final chapter is coming out in March. Yeah. So if you oh, are man, actually read the reading the manga, it's ending soon. So, uh, which is, hey, collecting wise, uh, it's hot. Like it's and it's also pregnant. probably good for the uh, an- future of the anime too. So, uh, they gotta go but, get married or pre- she gonna be pregnant about in the anime. That's what I'm calling. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hunter Hunter's getting a game. It's a dungeon game. Take for what it is. Uh, there's a game, but there's no. Wait, chapters. no, no, no. DC, give the context clues before we get into the actual game. With right, the King so of Lightning video. <laughs> King of Lightning and other Hunter Hunter fans, they saw that tweet of Gone's voice actress saying, "Oh, I'm so happy to be working with Killua's voice actress. It's been such a long time. We got something special for everybody." Yada yada. Everybody's like, "Oh, anime coming back? OVA? Hell no! We got a game." And you know the you know the escape room game. They need that gas. They need. Remember that? It's an it's an escape room game. Like you remember the one we went to when we went to that uh trip that one time with the young adults thing. That that that's that's what we that's what they get in an escape room game. (laughs) So not only get this, not only not only. Do your manga don't care about you? Not only is your manga not finished, not only is your episode 19 boring, <laughs> not only you ain't. The only time people can talk about your show is in retrospect. That hurts. Get boring and mean. Only every new chapter. Come out. There's a fucking paragraph. Last but not least. Hello. Last but not least. The game that y'all get is a fucking escape room. <laughs> LG. Hey. So, hey. Stop trying to get me to watch the show and read this show. I'm not doing it, G. I'm not doing it, G. I need, I need. y'all go, G. I ain't, I don't want no parts of it. <laughs> no, 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 Listen, I know, I know. This your show. I respect it, bro. I respect you as a person. You my cousin, my blood. I love you. It ain't happening, bro. I'm done, G. <laughs> it ain't, bro. It ain't. The lack of care this show has, bro. <laughs> lack of care. It don't care, bro. Like the niggas behind us be like, yo, they hankering for some more. They want some Hunter X Hunter in their life. Escape room. That, that most of y'all will never be able to play. <laughs> hey, Chris. You remember you remember the Chimera Ant arc where Poof was crying because he cause the cause the king wasn't giving him no attention? That's us. Yeah. We crying right now. Hey. I don't know what can make me more happier than this. I don't. Because the reason is, it's not because I'm I'm wallowing in niggas' tears. That's second to this. But somebody actually said 
that the well, somebody put up a Bible and said, "What anime is this?" Somebody has the nerve to say Hunter X Hunter is compared to the Word of God. I'm never letting nobody. I'm never letting hey, that hey, the Word of God, Genesis to Revelations. I can't I can't imagine imagine me a full metal alchemist brotherhood fan and that shit ends when fucking greed gets a hold of the king or some shit like that. Imagine I just gotta sit here and be like this. <laughs> there it goes. Something else coming up. Hunter Rick's Hunter's fu- I mean, full metal alchemist brotherhood gonna be finished. You know. We get an escape room game, man. I run from fucking sloth or some shit. <laughs> I can't. Next thing next, I swear to God, you're going to get you a VR experience of a tournament arc. We're going to be like a fucking ride in Japan. <laughs> like, if anything would have made me be shitty as a Hunter x Hunter fan and watching Bleach get their fucking manga did and anime. Bro, I would have been fucking. You guys be getting a sequel after <laughs> some years, G. Like, yo. After so much years of trolling beach fans and saying, oh, bro, they ain't never. That anime got canceled. They get they shit remade. Everybody said some bleach. But the thing that that one person, I wish I knew his name. I want to add him. Kubo? Pass this to the word of God. Oh, that person. Never mind. To the word of God. I finished that, bro. That nigga, his shows. Because he stopped at Yu Yu Hakusho doing the timing arc. And then he stops at, at Hunter x Hunter doing this stuff. <laughs> like, I can't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, yeah, man, that's y'all goat, G. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm finish that shit. Hey, Chris, 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 shut it down. Hey, we're moving, hey, we're moving on, down, G. Because literally, look, G just had. We're moving on. No, moving on, there, bro. Moving on. All right, oh, G. Man. So, last piece of anime news. And it's going to be some lighthearted good news, at least. So, shout out to, uh, at least My Hero is getting some good news this week. Uh, Noguchi, who's the My Hero assistant editor, drawer, illustrator, whatever the hell he is. He's been uh, drawing Merkel as Meg Stallion. Shout out to the horniness, my brother. Goat-ass uh, pictures. But those are some really goat-level goat pictures, G. So, respect to you, my brother. Keep doing your thing. And I'm pretty sure this also confirms for all you racist ass niggas that black girl magic, she's black. So, oh, yeah, they was trying to say that. Yeah, so get off the bullshit when it comes to a character. She's black. black. She's black. Confirmed. (laughs) So, you know, Japanese people don't make that shit any better because we went, oh, shit, they're going black woman. And then she takes, oh, like she wears a fucking bikini. She got like tan lines. She white as shit. I hate that. That's Garu. That's Garu. Yeah, that's Garu. That's God, that, that's a that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, I hate that shit. But <laughs> and, yo, shout out, shout out to that. Shout out to the. He also asked. I don't know if y'all seen. He also asked other people to show him your micro art, art, and they sent it. Like they flooded that shit. It is some real artistic niggas out here, bro. Oh yeah. Also, whole country knew what he was doing. He made that fucking bunny chick. Oh, the furry community and the black girl community. G. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them though, folks. Like shout out to them. That's one thing uh, the the fans is not as toxic for is that one character. Yeah, definitely yeah. agree. 
All right, so last thing, because uh, DC, I know you, you got to go. So we're going to look at the Mortal Kombat trailer because I know you ain't see it. Uh, so the Mortal Kombat movie comes out in April. Can't wait for this shit to drop uh, because it actually looks like a legit good movie. So shout out to uh, whoever's in charge, Warner Brothers in charge for this shit. So we're going to, let me see. I got a screen share first. So uh, it's, a, it's a really good trailer, though. It, really good trailer. It gives me hope. But then, like, with the history of uh, video game movies, I lose some of that hope. (laughs) (laughs) Can y'all see it? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Let me go ahead and play. Let me make sure it's set up where our viewers can see it, too. All right. Cool. Play. So, they also introduced the... I'm, I'm gonna try to talk about because, this seven you know, years ago. Yeah. Copyright strike. Oh, but they, they showcase a new character. Oh, yeah, they. When we got there, Cold they nigga. through our unit in seconds. I'm gonna pause it right here, real quick. It's Black History Month, G. It is Black History Month. You did not have to show Jax get his arms ripped off on Black History Jax Month. Jax Harvey, G. man. Jax Harvey, man. Yes, Come on. The target has superhuman abilities. Warner Brothers loves the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been well, chosen. How do you feel about this new character? cultures all over the world. He's, I guess he's replacing Johnny Cage, but it's kind of lame to me. Because it's like, bro, I don't really care. Dragon marking. Also, shout out for uh, I think it's an invitation Malina being a black magic. to fight for something known. No, a lot of niggas will be mad about it. As Mortal Kombat, but they are being brutal. That's the one thing I do like about this trailer. They're showcasing that, like, bro, this is some R rated shit. Niggas will get fucked up. Like, there will be some fatality shit in here. It's not, they're not kidding in Mortal Kombat. The fate of Earth is in our hands. Well, I don't know how I feel about no this. How many of my people you put in the ground? No, no, no. The, the new nigga that they introduced was like, he's supposed to be like a replacement Johnny Cage, basically. The nigga that make it low key the main character? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a Hollywood. We need to have some Hollywood. This interaction is dope. This is the best part of the game. Ooh, that was cold. God, that shit cold. This is what makes me excited about this movie, the action. They just gave me flashbacks and camera boom with the sub zero and the ice. We toss them to the ice. That's my shit, but. Yeah, I, I I I think that I'm not gonna get my hopes too up because this is a video game movie, Same. and every time I get my hopes up, it gets dashed. Um, and this could be smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. But Easy. I do think the action, at least, looks to be good. Hopefully, plot wise, I'm not really expecting much because like even in the Mortal Kombat games, the plot is low key ass. <laughs> like, Always. The like Mortal Kombat 11 story was 
booty cheeks. So like, I'm not really looking much for the plot, but as far as like the action, which is what I really care about, it looks dope. That scene with Sub-Zero and Scorpio, I like it. I'm not sure how I feel about this Cole character. And shout out to it being on HBO Max, securing the bag as always. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be an average movie. So I'm I'm kind of gauging my expectations on an average action movie. Like for me, the selling point is gonna be just the action. Like I don't care for much for story uh, and all that. As long as it just stays true to what Mortal Kombat is. Like I know the first two movies that came out. That second movie is just horrible. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But the first movie is still really solid in terms of, at the time, the action in itself. But it didn't feel like Mortal Kombat. It just it felt like an action movie with Mortal Kombat skin. This movie actually looks like a Mortal Kombat movie. So I'm look as long as the action is cool and all. That's all I look for. I don't really care for the story and shit like that. Uh, shout out to whoever uh, making the movie. Shout out to HBO Max. Basically watching this shit for free. Big ass quotations. Um, yo, that just when you talk about the Mortal Kombat 2, that nigga Shao Kahn was a bald head nigga with a skull on his face, bro. <laughs> he had no type of fucking drill. Yeah, no type like of like, you just a bald head. they replace the actors too? Some of the actors <laughs> yeah, got replaced, so bad. yes. But all uh, like, just to some of the things I was gauging off of Ed Boone's Twitter feed, because, you know, them niggas was mad. One, they said, oh, you don't waste all your resources on this, but we need to cut another combat pack. Nigga, fuck you. Two, oh, um, uh, uh, uh what's another thing they said? Oh, you, you taking away Johnny Cage and bringing this new dude in. Uh, well, you could at least put him in the game. Nigga, fuck you. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 like, I'm so, uh, sorry, Daytro, to cut you off real quick. This is the thing, G. If you gonna ask for new characters, you niggas hate most of the new characters. You Y'all got, hate them. You got this the is why they rebooted nerve. the game. You got the fucking nerve to talk about all this shit when you made Mortal Kombat 11 a fucking cesspool of fucking microtransactions, season pass bullshit, charging for old characters. Shitty ass story mode, a fucking aftermath expansion pack that I had to buy, even though I bought the fucking hundred dollar edition originally. So you, I gotta spend forty more dollars to get an expansion to your shitty fucking story in order to play characters that were in that story that I can't play unless I paid money for. It. Hey, fuck you, Ed Boon. At this, no, no, it wasn't Ed Boon shit on the shit. Who was it? Ed shit on Ed Boon. Fans, it was the fans. It was fans. Who they say oh, okay. No, yo, that shit got me heated, bro. Cause like, no, like, do not do to all my Mortal Kombat fans. Do not act like Mortal Kombat games are like the Saints, and then this oh big bad Hollywood gonna ruin fucking Mortal Kombat. No, 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 no. Mortal Kombat games ruin Mortal Kombat. So, so fuck that shit, bro. Yeah. So. No, not the movie itself is ass. This is the fans. The fans is weird fans. Like people, like yo, why is this? this is like, why is y'all keep telling this man about a movie he not creating? <laughs> you know, like, right. I'm like yo, y'all are thirsty. Y'all can be Street Fighter fans. Real ass. <laughs> y'all can be. Y'all can be playing the same game. Oh my god. 
God, bro. <laughs> so it's uh, it's neither here nor I don't get no, you know. Let, let these niggas have a movie. They look for the fans that's complaining about all oh, where's the this or oh, the continuity issues. Look, y'all already got fucked by Netherrealm. You okay? You just better let this right. in, bro. You gotta just watch the movie. Be enjoy. Johnny Cage will be in two. Even the nigga who directed, I think director or writing the movie, literally said Johnny Cage better be in. Somebody demanded Johnny Cage be in the second movie and got hey, So, yeah, who you would have to cast them? So, that, if the movie do good, Johnny Cage will be in that second movie. Clap, clap. I don't even, think, I don't even know why y'all give a fuck that much about Johnny Cage anyway. All you do is say cheap one liners and punch niggas in the nuts. Like, that's it, bro. Like, so that need a hint of that. Uh, also, the only thing I do probably got to grab with is continuity issues is Jack's and his fucking arms. But that shit's so minuscule that I don't give a fuck. So, it's, right. <clears throat> and plus, Jack looks like he fucking sell car insurance. The Mortal Kombat 11 happened, which fucked the entire continuity up, so who cares? Y'all spend continuity in a video game movie at that. <laughs> fucking Liu Kang reset everything, and then Shang Tsung... Reset Liu Kang's reset, apparently. And then just so Liu Kang can reset the reset, uh, the reset, right? <laughs> and I, I, that's because I watched the story mode, so I was like, Come on now, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to the movie. That's what's up. Uh, Snyder Cut trailer for Justice League. Uh, y'all could talk about that. I just watched bits and pieces of it, but I mean, it looks it looks better than Justice League, which isn't much of an accomplishment because Justice League fucking sucked. Um, the Snyder Cut meme about like everything being so dark and broody still holds up to this day. It's just funny as hell. Um, it looks good, but my problem is is that I know they said it's going to be a four-part series, I think. There's something, something they say like it's just a big movie. Big four-hour movie. Yeah, that see, that's my thing, bro. Like, it, that shit so loud. Yeah, but it's like, and the thing is, the trailer, like, they're it's like they're squeezing. Here's my thing. My complaint about Justice League was that you were squeezing so much shit into one movie that needed to be spaced out and expanded upon, and it's like you decided that instead of learning that lesson, you're just gonna make it longer and put more shit into it like dark side and all this other shit like cool it's a good nod people like dark side yay thumbs up but like bro like chill you are not marvel stop marvel trying to compete with marvel, marvel. Movie. like just stop you're not marvel stop trying to stop trying to fucking accelerate your fucking uh your dteu timeline so that you can finally start making justice league armageddon does justice league dark you know all this other shit like Chill out, bro. Like you need time to develop these characters and be- develop the the world that they live in and all this other stuff, bro. Like the trailer, yes, it looks good. It looks like this Justice League is going to be better than the original Justice League. Cool, but like four hours and you're cramming so much shit into four hours. It's like, bro, chill out. And I don't know, bro. Like, cause sometimes, bro, y'all movies be boring as fuck, bro. So four hours. You expect me to sit on the couch for four hours? I don't, like, I don't know why. I don't know why comic book movies expect me to sit down for more than three. The only <laughs> movies that can keep black people sitting down that long is the Jackson Five movie and the Temptations. 
That's God it. Damn it. <laughs> come on, Jackson Park. Don't come off. I get up. Go get a go stretch. <laughs> yeah, like it's a stretch <laughs> point. There's a difference, but <laughs> black people can sit down and watch that shit. It's entertainment. That Jackson. <laughs> Especially if you watch that bitch on VH1. You wake up watching, you go to bed watching that shit, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, that Jackson Farrell movie, that motherfucker there. That motherfucker there. But no, like, even, like, I'm not going to make this a, a, a Mar- I ain't talking about Marvel when it comes to DC, but, you know, you got to compare that shit. But even, like, when it comes to timeless, bro, yo, Infinity, Endgame didn't have to be that fucking long. It was a bunch of shit in Endgame and I was watching, I was like, I don't give no fuck. <laughs> a lot of Ant-Man shit, too. I was watching, I was like, I don't give no fuck. <laughs> like, now in the movie theater with my homies, like, yeah, Endgame, and it went faster. But me watching Endgame again, guess what I'm going to do? I did that. <laughs> like, that's the funny <laughs> thing. Like, watching Infinity War, I could watch Infinity War all the way through, no problem. Endgame, yeah, I did skip yes. some of that shit. Hell yes. Infinity War. Nah, some stuff in Infinity War, I'm, I'm low-key, like that, that, that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff when they went to go get that reality stone. Skip. I do believe Infinity War is a greater movie, but that's like, I I agree with Kim on the fact that they need to establish these characters. Because th- anybody watched the trailer, they threw Joker in that bitch for no fucking reason. They're just throwing every fucking <laughs> thing into this movie for some reason. I didn't watch they, the trailer. I said, how? Like, cause <laughs> confession time, right? I never watched Justice League in its entirety, so I, I don't to. blame you. <laughs> I had to. I, I, I'm going in this technically blind. Blind. Shit was ass, dog. It's like okay, I'm gonna watch this movie with no bias, cause that's how I try to watch everything. No fucking bias. Heard the four hour left. I'm like, damn, I better be watching some good shit for up. Cause I'm not sitting down for four hours. I don't even do that shit with wrestling. So God I don't. Like if you call me a casual or anything, I don't do that shit with wrestling. I have to talk about that shit. Like I I, I will skim the fuck out some wrestling. Um Um like what else when nothing it's only wrestling and fucking comic book movies that be this long. I barely binge watch anime no more. I'm getting fucking old, okay? <laughs> You do that shit all the time. Um, you got grown people shit to take care of. Hey, but um, no, seriously, like the four hours, the throwing characters in there, the color ceilings, beautiful. There's some beautiful visual shots and everything. That's great. It's just that I I will take this if they end this shit with a universal, like a universal redo, like they do a fucking flashpoint. End it. And everything just changes, and they move fucking continuity comes with the next Batman that's coming up. I mean, regardless, Black, right? end it with Flashpoint, and I'll fucking love it. <laughs> but like, I, oh yeah, they make the, the Flashpoint movie come out, and they just redo their whole fucking continuity. I love that shit, and 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 it starts and it starts off with the new Batman. It ties in with Jared Leto. I mean, not Jared Leto. Um, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, shit like that. I would be down with, right? This shit here, though, my nigga. I like I said, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, let me say it. I'm gonna try to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here through four hours of that shit. Is not looking good, bro. I'm gonna have to take out time on my fucking day. My Saturdays are already short, and my Sundays feel like they go through like fucking beast mode. So like, I'm scared. Um, but. You know, that's the end of the head of, I'm like, 
I'm hoping for it. Like, I don't... Okay, the movie coming out. Lastly, um, both sides of the spectrum, right? Like, Marvel niggas and niggas that hate the, the Snyder Cut don't hop on these, these Snyder Cut niggas and laugh at them when they're getting excited over something because they want to be excited. Snyder Cut niggas, just like I tell you Hunter x Hunters fan, bro, y'all ain't looking at the word of God, okay? Mm-hmm. Ain't come down from fucking heaven with what Jesus said the Justice League movie is supposed to be. That ain't happening, fam. <laughs> okay? You about to get you, hopefully, a decent movie. And call it a day. That's it. Hey. So, like I said, I agree with what you said. Uh, but, yeah. Moving on. Uh, let's go into games. Uh, two gaming news. Well, the only gaming news besides Nintendo Direct. And I let Cam give bars off on that shit. Anthem's about to die. Potentially, so it it depends on how. Oh, it depends on like I, I forgot what's it like, but they're planning on doing some. Uh, what is it? Uh, like some meeting, basically going over what they have so far for the revamp that they're doing with Anthem, and apparently, if that fails. Like, if they say, like, oh, we don't, you know, fuck that shit, like, it doesn't look like it's gonna work, then they're gonna cancel and shut down Anthem, which Loki sucks for the developers who've been pouring a bunch of time and effort into trying to revamp Anthem and to make it something that's not shit, and then if they see that there's no potential success from that, then it's just gonna fail. So, RIP Anthem, uh, in case that happens, uh, let this just be a lesson to you, EA. Stop chasing trends. Be a trendsetter, not a trend chaser. Uh, so, yeah, sucks, but eh. Part of me kind of wants Anthem not to... It, it's weird, right? The, I'm, I'm looking at this from the developer side. I don't want Anthem to die because I don't want the, the, the people who have been working... The people... The, 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 grub, the scrub people who, like forward like dedicated their time like i'm looking at this from like a technology perspective of like you spending years and months working on something and then some nigga just goes like yeah fuck you bro cancel that shit right that fucking sucks like that that's that's some heart-wrenching shit um and ea has a fucking history of doing that with a lot of studios when it comes to just canceling a games or just literally shutting down their studios and shit like that so that stuff that stuff sucks um the asshole part of me wants this game to fail because it's like it's a message to EA to stop stop all this, you know, this predatory trend chasing bullshit and start just make an actual fucking video game and sell a video game. Um so it it's it's hard to say, but you know, it's a it's a sad situation, but you reap what you sow. Damn. Anthem never came out on PC? No. That's about to die. Cause I, I, just I think it, to... it's it's on Origins though. Oh okay, cause I checked Steam. Yeah, it's, on, I'm no, like... it's on Origins. It's on yeah, it's on Origins. Cause I'm it like I checked Steam. Steam real quick. I pulled it up. I was like, but there's been like no major updates. Cause like they've just been revamp. They've been revamping it behind the scenes. So they're yeah. gonna have a meeting and like this is the revamped anthem that we want people to play. And if the stakeholder, the shareholders, or whoever goes like, this ain't it, chief. Then anthem's done. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. All right, but 
it be that way. The game been out for like two years, right? I think it was two years. Because I remember me, you played the beta. It wasn't last year. It, was, it had to been two years ago. Around this time, two years ago. Either 2018. 2018 or 2019. Gotta be 2019. I think it's 2018. I think it was 2019. I feel like it was 2019. But, uh... I believe I strongly believe it was 2019 when we played that beta because it was around this time last that year. Yeah, it's 29 February 22nd, 2019. Yeah, Damn. okay. <laughs> Tomorrow is his anniversary. See, that's what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like I don't like I I hope it's good news that it, it might save the game, but it's just not looking good. Like I don't. There's literally no buzz for this game. Like even with like when Destiny seems like it, what well, we thought Destiny two was a bust it came and rised again. So it was just among the looter shooter hey. games is just is not is it, it follow it, destiny. Make the make the anthem revamp free to play and just charge for expansion. Pretty much. But even then you gotta set you gotta sell something that's good because at least Destiny had a sign of like, okay, we we fucked up but we can make it better. So we'll see. But last thing, Nintendo Direct, um I try not to spend too much time on this. So Nintendo had a direct. Um, some shit came out. A new Smash character. I didn't even look at the Smash character yet. Zelda fans were disappointed. And if you like Splatoon, you get Splatoon. Those are the major things I remember off the top of my head. But yeah, I'll let you cook, Cam. Bro, I'm not mad at Nintendo. Uh, let me put it like that. Um, My bars is more so for the Nintendo fans. As um, always, I had two clowns of the week, but I just gave my first one. Let's go to you, Nintendo fans. Pre Nintendo directs, y'all niggas are some toxic dumbasses, bro. Like y'all be just doing some stupid. To all yo, to all you Zelda fans, hold this L. Um, that the fact that y'all are disappointed is all on you. Y'all niggas were like, oh, it's the thirty fifth year Zelda. They're gonna announce something big. No nigga, like they literally came out was like, yo. This Nintendo Direct is going to show you some Smash Ultimate news, and then we go show you some games that's going to come out during the first quarter of the year. That's it. They ain't <laughs> hype it up at go like, oh, yo, this wasn't like Microsoft when Microsoft, when y'all remember that famous showcase where they were like, oh, a new Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay, and they just showed that CGI trailer. Nintendo did not do that. Nintendo was like, listen, bro, this is what's going to come out on the Direct. Boom. Y'all niggas keep setting up unrealistic expectations for these directs when I'm keep telling y'all this shit is mid. It's like this shit is mid to ass all the time. Like there's like there, there's no such thing like y'all expecting these major Zelda news in fucking February. Like, bro, wait till like E3 time, like where, where E3 would have existed and they just drop a big ass direct and go like, boom, expect some major Zelda news. Something like that, right? Like, where they actually show on their show card, like, Zelda stuff. Um, people, people are mad at the, the Smash character. Here's my thing, right? Uh, this is why I told y'all, be careful when you buy those fighter passes. Because when you do that transaction, when you do that fighter pass transaction, you are supporting everybody. Whatever everybody. comes out in that pass. When you buy that shit, locked and loaded. That means whoever Sakurai says is getting that getting that uh, that that green light to get in Smash, you support that. You you already spoke with your wallet. So you getting mad that it was uh Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade, and they look really fucking cool. 
Like, they're really dope characters. And I fucking love Xenoblade Chronicles. And the only Xenoblade Chronicles character in their game is, is fucking Shulk. So now we have another Shulk is a good character. Yeah, so now we have another good character in the Xenoblade story. Just like with fucking Final Fantasy, how Cloud was the only one. Now we have Sephiroth. Like, oh, it's another anime sword fighter character. Like, ooh. Bro, it don't matter who I'm... Bro, it's fucking Sephiroth. Like, that's, like, hype beyond hype. Like, niggas talking about, oh, crap. Nigga, nobody getting that hyped over Crash Bandicoot being this. And nobody's getting fucking hyped about every character that, except with the exception of, like, maybe Sora. Maybe Sora. Any character that came out after Sephiroth was not going to be at Super Omega hype tier. Because it's fucking Sephiroth. And... Oh, another sword fighter care. Who fucking cares? The fucking sword sound like you hit fist hitting uh sound effects in Smash. Y'all really like y'all some bro. Y'all Smash players are like fucking like we, we talk when we talk shit about y'all about y'all lack of hygiene and shit, bro. Like y'all really are scum of the earth, bro. Like y'all y'all just so fucking like it just nothing ever like go take a shower, my nigga, before you start complaining about new Smash characters, G. Like put some deodorant on and some shit, bro. Like, come on now, bro. Like, take care of yourself before you start complaining about other people, G. Fucking, like, fucking crying over. You bought the fighter pass, nigga. You gotta hold that L. Stop buying the shit. I didn't buy fighter pass two. Hell, I didn't even buy fighter pass one until all the characters came out, and I was like, I want all of them, so I bought it. Same thing with like with this fighter. I'm gonna buy what? I'm gonna buy Sephiroth. And I'm gonna buy Pyra. And I'm gonna call it a day. No, Steve. No Steve. No Steve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Steve was ass. <laughs> I can complain about Steve because I ain't about a fighter pass. So that nigga was ass. Um, but yeah, the rest of the direct was cool. Like a lot of like a lot of the games that they showed that are coming out were of interest to me in particular because I'm a JRPG fan. Um the Project Triangle game that they came out with is dope. It's pretty it's pretty much Octopath Traveler 2, basically. Um, and it was pretty cool that like another thing that I do like about Nintendo Directs is that usually when they showcase games, they usually go like, yeah, this game is available for, prefer- for purchase after the Direct. Or they'll go like, this game has a demo that you can play right now. Like when they usually announce certain games, they'll have some like cool ass shit that you can do with it after the Direct is over or during the Direct. So that's one thing I do like about the Directs. Um, for all y'all niggas expect... Niggas was expecting Bayonetta 3 news. Niggas was expecting a Super Mario Odyssey 2 news when fucking the Bowser's Fury just came out. Like, y'all niggas are some fucking dumbasses, dog. Like, y'all just be writing y'all selves into LG. Stop hyping this shit up. Stop having these. When you see that show card that literally said Smash 2, Smash Ultimate news and games coming out in the first quarter, the big major thing that you should have expected was a Smash reveal. That's it. After that, you just getting shit. You Zelda fans got to hold that L because I don't know what y'all was expecting the Breath of the Wild 2 shit. Y'all not getting it. But y'all getting uh, Skyward Sword, which is pretty dope. They were actually... I like that game. They were more expecting... Uh, because one of my vibes is a, a Zelda fan. She uh, was... They were expecting... It's the 35th anniversary. They were expecting something similar to what the Mario fans got last year. L! And I'm still calling it L because that's y'all did that. Y'all did that. Nintendo did not go like, it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Get ready, fans. They did not say that. 
that was the fans. Literally, it was a bunch of Nintendo YouTubers going like 35th anniversary, expect Breath of the Wild 2 news, and everybody got hyped over some false shit, false rumors that would not happen, and now y'all mad. Y'all built yourselves into this. And then my thing is, what were y'all, what would y'all, if y'all got Breath of the Wild 2 news, right, y'all would have been mad because guess what? Y'all probably would have got another generic-ass CGI trailer. Then y'all would have been like, oh, what we... Where's the gameplay? Where's the release? Y'all want a CGI trailer that says at the end of it to be the release date to be. Y'all want y'all want another Kingdom Hearts 3 situation where at the end of every fucking trailer it's like to be released, to be announced release date. We don't know. <laughs> For what? For fucking what, dog? Like I'm not mad at Nintendo. I'm and I'm not like y'all are y'all fans. Y'all are the reason. Stop with these unrealistic bullshit. That's it. You Zelda fans hold this L. You Mario fans hold this L. You F-Zero niggas for some reason hold that L. Like, you ain't getting no fucking F-Zero game. You Star Fox fans hold this L. You Bayonetta fans hold this L. Star Fox fans gotta hold this L for you fucking eternity. Y'all ain't getting shit, okay? Just like the niggas. Just like the niggas who think you get another Sly Cooper. No, my nigga, you ain't getting Okay? (laughs) You sit there. Yeah, memories, okay? We don't Bro. <laughs> like hey, I I want a new Metroid Prime. Y'all I'm not already getting Metroid Prime, 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 Prime is gonna hold y'all L. It's just not happening. I've been accepting that. There. Like you know how much I love I love Jack series. Jack I don't like I don't care for Jack <laughs> one. But Jack two and three got me through my P- was my top five PS2 games, G. I accept it. Ain't gonna be another one. No, I'm talking shit. But they should have made a Donkey Kong game. You Donkey Kong fans got to hold this L too, G. <laughs> Yo, you watch the Donkey Kong? Yo, Donkey had me fucking crying because his videos are straight satire. So he feel like a Nintendo fan while watching this. He was right. like, another JRPG. After this, it's going to be Zelda. And then what? It was another JRPG. He's gonna come and say he's going back to Nintendo. <laughs> like, like you Nintendo fans are fucking like you're funny. Like, like I literally, literally when I came into the direct, I was like, I'm gonna see Smash stuff, and I'm probably they probably gonna say something about Bravely Default 2, which is coming out this week, and I'm looking forward to that. That's it, and I got that. So in all, so in all actuality, this was a good direct for me. But for y'all other niggas, hold that L, G. But if, and next time you see another Nintendo Nintendo Direct, maybe you'll get some. But it, you know the crazy thing is, it's not even peak release hype release gaming time. Like it's not nowhere near this time yet. Yeah, <laughs> February in the middle of a fucking pandemic. I'm really tired of saying that shit. By the way, <laughs> the fuck you think we gonna get? <laughs> we get shit. Y'all niggas definitely getting. You know, nope. you know it's a future. Oh, a surefire game that you know you're gonna get, my niggas. This is going for all consoles. Get ready for your NBA 2K22. Man, man and FIFA. 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 Man and then it says Breath of the Wild 2. Like, what the fuck y'all want, bro? Like, y'all ain't getting shit. Hold that L. Breath of the Wild 2 with Nintendo's uh, internet. You can, it's co-op. And, and the funny thing is, y'all technically got Breath of the Wild 2 
with the fucking Hyrule Warriors game that came out. So play that shit. Keep yourself busy. <laughs> they should have fucked them over and gave us some DLC for that shit doing a 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary. 35th. C. $35. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yes. But yeah, so uh, a lot of people were disappointed, but that's a classic Nintendo Direct, as always. But with that being said, with disappointment, always brings up clowns, man. And um so clowns g so my first clown is going and we i feel like we gave this nigga a clown like episodes ago this because it's the same nigga that slandered meg uh for being some uh not being a real anime fan no pussy getting ass yeah, the, the gatekeeper the gatekeeper the yeah. gatekeeper community g so this time, the anime community went further with this guy. They legit found this nigga's uh, Facebook page. And it's a shame that he is from, he's in the Chicagoland area. I'm not going to state where he lives. But he's literally, he's in the south suburbs. So that's all we need to know. He look like he getting no coochie though. But, uh, but yeah, but Buddy pretty much said if you are a fan of like, I think, what was it? Just Dragon Ball Z, Hunter Hunter. Uh, I can read it verbatim. Oh, go ahead, Nature. Because this is my clown. Oh. If all your common knowledge is anime, it's Demon Slayer, Naruto, and you watch. Get, read, read it in the voice of the correct word. Am all your like like read like like? I don't even think his voice like this. I think <laughs> we probably gotta read it because it, it not assets you know something sells with that voice. Dude, yes, you know sinus issues. This nigga just a bitch. <laughs> I, if I would know how to talk like a bitch, I would do that. But oh, I ain't got no bitch in me, bro. <laughs> if all of your common knowledge of anime is Demon Slayer, Naruto, Inuyasha, Bleach, One Piece, nigga, I don't even know 15 people that watch this fucking fate, by the way. Fate. Uh, Sailor Moon, another thing. Don't know 15 niggas that watch Sailor Moon, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Gundam, My Hero. That thing with Gundam. Video. <laughs> Ghost in the, another Ghost in the Shell, my nigga. Do I like forty year old fan to watch that shit, bro? Ghost in the Shell. Then you are not an anime fans. Normie, stay the fuck out of anime. Um, so I know Chris wanted to get him, but let me, let me do this Go ahead, real bro, quick because I got another one too. <laughs> there is a thing like people don't understand. Like in the media, in media, there's no such thing as like you can gatekeep. Because it's media. That's the gatekeeping is protecting or or stopping people from viewing something. Loki gatekeeping is a real political fucking thing. In which you're stopping a certain sect of motherfuckers from doing what they want to view because you want to keep it all up. You don't want their eyes to see like when when, when you say China. <laughs> do you expect somebody to be like, crap, I can't watch no more anime on Crunchyroll? No! No, nobody's gonna do that. But the simple fact of why, like, what, what, what is the end goal of you keeping niggas who watch Dragon Ball or Naruto or Gundam? There ain't no niggas who watch Gundam other than Chris. Gundam. I watch Gundam. Too. I only watch I G to... Gundam. That's the only Gundam I watch is I'm G Gundam. I'm trying to think, like, maybe he just wants attention. 
No, it's definitely attention. It's definitely costly. You got it. You got the clicks. I don't. One, there's a difference between there's a difference in like trolling and troll culture. Troll culture is horrible. Is it? It is a very. It is a. I think it's a mental illness of the fact that you get satisfaction. Satisfaction. My bad. Of really trying to up somebody. Like it's a different thing to troll. Like me and Cam, we troll niggas, bro. Like we 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 joke a lot, but out of fucking love, and we only do it to our homies, right? Right. To go around the internet and really do these things, the case to get people mad, and that makes you feel some type of satisfaction for you to troll. One, your profile picture, you want the niggas that got them deep black things under their eyes, my nigga. There was a lot of nights in which she just did a lot of fucking beating off and that there was no rest. Okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I'm like, do my demon eyes, my nigga. Do my sleepless nights with no type of fucking rest. Uh, what else I say? You got fucking flamed on Twitter, deservingly. You saying, oh, these people are attacking me, don't understand what I'm really saying. When your, your thing is saying Sony censorship video games. Bro, you got you got some demons you gotta deal with, bro. You put a Goku fucking Goku going Super Saiyan GIF in the fucking like you literally muted your entire argument, my nigga. Like you trying to say like you're not an anime fan if you watch this shit. And you put Goku going Super Saiyan like you like, oh yeah, like I'm really about this shit. But like, why didn't you use a GIF from one of your obscure twelve episode uh, animated by this obscure studio that does high quality work shit on the GIF to emphasize your point. Use Goku. Like, what does that say about you? <laughs> and, he, and he's saying if, if, because he's going off a what he's going off blog post, right? And but it's the same token of blog post. It's the same thing. It's the same exactly. Sometimes when people blog post and call things other than redo hill are problematic. Because it's fucking is problematic. It involves rape. But other than that, if you're talking about like, you know, oh, there's got female representation or the lack of female representation in the show, that's if you if you what a blog post should fucking do. And that start up a conversation. Blog posts are not in all be all of a fucking show or a medium. When when we talk shit about Demon Slayer of what somebody said, we're doing exactly what they wanted. From that blog post, when somebody say Demon Slayer is the number one anime in this generation from X blog, and we shit on that, it's because guess what? We're doing what people are asking. It's to give our opinion on said blog post. There is no metric when it comes to good anime. I don't care how many times you went on my anime list and your favorite show got a 10 out of fucking 10. Guess what? If your favorite show seven down the sins, in my eyes, it's ass. Right. That's my eye. <laughs> they ain't tours. Love what you love. I don't have to get you. There will be no situation in which you will not be able to watch your big titty animes no more. Never. As, if anything, anime has gotten even more raunchy. This is Reviewer. It's a show that involves multiple niggas going through different type of brothels that deals with different type of fetishes. It puts a good light on sex work. Depending on how you want to say that, what you believe in sex work, if it's a good job, but it puts a light on that subject within an anime that... Builder, 
out of a vagina with some meat. Still that work literally talked about penis erections, baby making, and gonorrhea. <laughs> there is no, there will be nobody. One, Japan censored their own body parts. So if anybody's gonna censor some shit, it's fucking Japan. So there's no need to gatekeep that. He, the post that he said he made this off of, because there was a blog about Kill a Kill, never watched the fucking show, don't give a fuck about it. Um, there was a blog about the Kill a Kill, and he's basically saying the reason I made this is because if anime were controlled by normies and not gatekept, you won't be seeing women with huge boobs anymore. Do your part and start gatekeeping anime and manga community. Yeah, this nigga's a clown, bro. I didn't realize he said that shit, bro. This nigga's a fucking goofy dog. <laughs> there is a big difference. But that's not the censorship oh, you should be worried about. Is if you want to see, because that's that's the culture of fucking anime. There is not one anime on this earth that you can go to and there's not one girl above a fucking C cup. Put me to an anime that's not fucking with children, like fucking Assassination Classroom or some shit. But put me to an anime that's yeah, dead. That show has big tits too. <laughs> that that that's yeah, catered one, to like yeah, the, yeah, the one adult. That's league. catered to young adults, so like sixteen and up that don't have a woman with huge breasts in it. Point me to that shit. Cause that's the fucking culture, bro. It's like when we watch our own our 90s movies, hood or not. Okay, we go to a 90s hood movie, they're going to be a scene in which they're taking pictures with the shit that they got. You want to know why is that in the 90s hood movie? You want to know why the jewelry blinging and they in a club like this and they happy? You hear a DJ talking and they run through the lights? When it gets shot up, nobody knows? You want to know why it's like that in every 90s hood movie? This is fucking culture, my nigga. You want to know why in every family hood movie, I mean, not family hood movie, but every family black movie, there's either a big mama or there's a table with food on it or there's a Sunday dinner or something happens or all of them go to church on Sunday around Christmas. You want to know why? Because that's fucking culture, my nigga. Anime with big titties, and ink, that shit ain't going to get censored, dog. It's culture. It's a very... Like, weird-ass culture. But it's fucking culture. So you gotta worry about the censorship. And last but not least, I brought it up earlier, that black shit under your eyes. Get that shit checked, okay? <laughs> Some very dark shit in your life. There's been a lot of nights in which you close them eyelids. And you binge too many shows. You might be the reason why Hentai Haven got cut down. Because the FBI was like... Too much traffic to this one site. <laughs> the IP address is wild. <laughs> the IP address is wild. <laughs> so, all in all, like, fuck that nigga, bro. If, if, don't even get offended at shit like that. Like, you know, the reason I'm even talking about it is because, you know, one of our day one viewers asked us to clown this nigga. And I'm on clowning for him because that's my homie. But, cool like, fuck this nigga, bro. Like, who the fuck are you, my nigga? Like, you ain't live in the city. Hey, if you came across this episode, check it came across this episode and you from the same exact city you gotta come see me <laughs> let's have a very civil dispute you can bring your homies not my podcast homies though they don't have to come I can bring my homies 
You can they can Harvey World. They can be from Dalton. I know some niggas in Dalton. They can be from Calumet City. They can be from name another South Suburb. I don't fucking know. Worth or some shit. They can be from all around them. Bring them. Let's have a civil discussion about you telling me that I'm a normie. Now I should stay out of anime and stay away from all the women with those big ass titties. Let's do it. Let's see that. I can name the place. We can go downtown with it, but it won't last long because it's downtown. Glory like for like raising those gates up with one type with any opportunity. Shit, we go to my old neighborhood. Fuck it. We can go to your hood. I'm down. If you come across it, let me know. Our Twitter is Black and Tacos of the Culture. At me, at just say trail exactly. You ain't gotta say the whole cast. It's okay. Say trail. Dating time, I'll call it off work. I'll try my best to. Um, and yeah, we get this popping. I have no problem with it. I love having conversations with people. Come see me, bro. I'm a friendly guy. Everybody know that. That's friendly. Uh, so I have another clown. Uh, so since Datra literally went in on dude, appreciate it. Uh, I have to literally, I hate to clown young black men, but uh, this this little nigga just literally fucked it over, G. So, uh, I was scrolling on social media. I'm sitting there wondering, like, people sitting there, like, I came across this video of Cam Newton, quarterback. What's up, Kevin? Uh, black quarterback. Yeah, he's a free agent right now. He's going to get a new job regardless. Cam Newton, G, you know. So he's hosting the camp for young black men to get better. For once, a pandemic. But young black men, young black athletes to get better and all of that. He's using his money, shot to Under Armour, and hosting it. This little dumb nigga, don't even know his name. Name probably going to come up in the news eventually. Cam Newton's walking by. He says, you're a free agent. You're a free agent. You're going to be poor. You're going to be poor. Bro, Cam Newton at one point had made a lot of money. He's also sponsored by Under Armour. I think he also has a lot of other nice endorsement deals as well. Man, he made a hundred million off of football. Exactly, he made he makes lots of money. His his money's going towards this camp that you're at. I'm saying like it's for a good cause. Like why are you saying that shit? Exactly. Now me as a former football player, now I wasn't. I ain't gonna sit and say I was the best where I was able to attend camps hosted by NFL players and such. But I've been to camp those type of where it's been to camps before where it's just like you go to learn. Like, yeah, you have time to mess around, crack jokes. You know, that that's just the culture being around young people. But you're there. Any of the elders that's there, any of the coaches that's there, you're there to learn. You're going to respect what they say. You're going to take it and all of that. Cam Newton just walking by just being a cool guy. He's, he's a really one of the coolest people out here in terms of pro football players. You have the nerve to sit there and say, Hey, you gonna go broke? Like, gee, that's how you talk to a, a pro football player at a camp that you attending? Hope <laughs> that you're attending on his on his wallet, his wallet, Under Armour's on wallet too, but his wallet. Hey, all I'm gonna say is I hope that kid realizes, um, college scouts pay attention to that shit. That's a that you literally fumbled the bag. You fumbled the bag. Like, like, like I hope, I hope, at the very least, you're a four star recruit. You know, did you see the second video? 
uh, yeah, the second video where he where the white boy literally said he's just fast. Yeah, he the white boy basically called him a nigger. But he, <laughs> he did. Uh, he did. But no, my favorite part of that video is not the nigga calling Cam trash because people. That's another thing. People think trolling and trash. Like the people who go in the comment section and say uh, LaFrod's way to yeah, a Mickey Mouse thing, like shit like that. People do that to get satisfaction and make people mad. Gay shit, right? Lack of pussy shit. Um, my favorite thing is. When Cam was like, hold on, don't talk to me. Where your father at? Exactly. Oh, Even though... His father Because he's... He got, like, <laughs> that's a double Damn. entendre. Because it's like, I ain't going to argue with you. I'm going to argue with your dad. Like, your dad brought you here. I, I'm going to tell him to get you up out of here. His dad ain't bringing up, folks. Because he ain't got his daddy in his life, G. That ain't, that ain't and, life. <laughs> and not to be an asshole, but that energy's kind of showing and shit like that. Because... It's like you don't go to those camps to disrespect people who is like there to teach you. But like I said, I hope that kid's at, at least a four. Like, gee, I hope that kid's at least a four star recruit. I hope so. If not, it, it, even if you a four star recruit, I hope Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State all have gave you offers. G. If those three schools didn't give you offers, don't talk shit to no Cam Newton, bro. Don't talk to shit to no Cam Newton, bro. I don't care if he is a free agent. That nigga still went to a Super Bowl. He has an MVP. He's still the greatest Panther of all time. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And he's black. We don't have a lot of those. So literally, my point is this. Put respect on that man's name and that kid. You, ooh, what, this is one thing. College scouts are really petty. They're going to sit there and be like, yeah, this kid, he might not be. He, they're gonna, they want to find the littlest reason not to Team bring chemistry. you to that school. They're going to sit there and be like, use the kid that uh talked crazy to Cam at that camp. Yeah, off that alone, we think you're not really disciplined. They're going to use terms. Like I already know, you have a problem against authority. You don't respect authority. You won't, you don't, you won't, you probably not even, you won't take practice seriously. Stuff like that. They're going to take note of that shit. And he's going to learn the hard say, way. Where your father at? Let me talk to your dad, man. Let me talk to <laughs> like, all of that was just wild. But, like, that kid going to be playing for... That kid going to be playing for goddamn Illinois State. And I'm going to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. PFL. Like, like, take advantage of those opportunities. He's going to be a Canadian football player. Damn. That's, a, that's still a W. But yeah, G. So that's all I gotta say in regards to that, G. That that kid tweaked hard as hell. Uh, Cam, you got anybody? Uh, I got the clown earlier. Um, speaking of blog post, uh, the fucking nigga who put that uh, that that goofy shit about about uh, what is it? Uh, what's that? Sh- oh, Jujutsu Shippuden having like great female represent having like the uh, oh, oh yeah. Wally- Characters and Shonen or something Being like bald. that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but that's just that's some of the most go- that's like one of the goofiest hot takes I've ever heard. Like in no way, shape, or form have they done anything revolutionary with their female cast. If anything, they've just made them all cliches. <laughs> uh, with Maki basically being a female Rock Lee, a Rule Twenty Three Rock Lee, um, freaking Sakura with a hammer is Sakura with an hammer. Uh, so, like, they don't really do much as far as, like, there's a lot of other shows that, like, if you're trying to look, because if you're trying to get that, those clicks about, like, oh, look at us, 
we stand for female empowerment support us because we're cool because we said that this show evolves women then like i get you you know what i'm saying you're trying to get them clicks i respect that uh but there are a lot of other shows that do female empowerment a lot, a lot of anime that do female empowerment female representation really really well and they it's not forced or anything like i'm not saying that jesus guys enforce it they don't force it but like they don't they they find a clever way to blend it into their medium to where it's like yeah this shit is this shit happens women are here women do these things now let's 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 move on with the show let's move on with the plot things like that right mm-hmm. not like with marvel in-game shit right that that's that's like okay we get it marvel nice but um uh other shows that really do it well so like that that vlog post was kind of goofy um but i understand where you're coming from i'm not mad at you but that's a bad hot date it's clownish anime fans are nearsighted they see what the fuck they want to see oh yeah episode 19 and then you like oh episode 19 the show is popular uh let me see what i can get away with uh oh yeah it does as well and then they go find some way to say like oh i've well, Tondo, Tondo is the the first bisexual character that's represented well in anime. Some shit like that, right? Like, stop. Wait, bisexual in that show? No, because he has a good relationship with Itadori, but he likes the idol. So they're gonna be, they're gonna, they're gonna find some way to frame him as something that oh. he's not to get that hot take because that's what they do. Oh, uh, I was like, what the fuck? Hey, shout But no, who gives a shit, bro? Like. You can go to any anime almost that has any female protagonist or females in there, and you can say that they take the toll, you know, and skyrockets females in anime. Like, because it's called character development. Oh, man. Feminism and character development are two different things, man. <laughs> but that's it yeah. for me. All right. Cool. So, on that note, we're going to end the episode. We appreciate you guys for listening as always. Greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you do follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. Whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it's YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, SoundCloud, um, what you'll call it, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod, whatever. We appreciate the support. Like, share, all of that shit. Subscribe. We appreciate it. And make sure you go on Teespring and copy some You Tweak Your Media merch. Copy your face mask. Copy your t-shirt. Short sleeve, long sleeve, whatever. And hoodies. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys for supporting us as always. And thanks for listening. And peace. Johnny. Peace,